Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 62 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Tonight, PUBG gets a total makeover in China by Tencent. Devil May Cry is coming to the Switch. EA Access Program is uh, coming to the PlayStation 4. Some new titles have joined the Video Game Hall of Fame. Call of Duty League cities have been announced, including our own Atlanta. Two new PlayStation VR bundles have been announced, Ghost Recon Breakout has been announced, and PlayStation State of Play has been announced. Actually, just shown off. Ten minutes of it? Yep. Did we ever find out the difference between the extra five minutes and the Japanese one? I don't think I saw a comparison. Might be in that article. Mm, we'll take a look. I don't remember anybody pointing anything out that was super imperative. I thought they were same across the board. They change them per region, like Nintendo does? For some reason, Japanese one was 15 minutes. Huh. I don't remember what the extra five minutes were for. I forgot to look into that. What would they have gotten? Hey, I mean, the video's on YouTube, so... We'll find like, that out. Ain't like we're region blocked on that. So. Right. We can't get on that YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Cesar Concepcion. I'm here. It's late. I'm just here. That was my Leroy Jenkins attempt. Oh, I missed it. We listened to the... Uh, I didn't I didn't enunciate uh, Cesar like Leroy did. Leroy... It's been 14 years. The Leroy Jenkins thing has been around almost half my life. Right? Man, that happened when I was 21. So almost half your life. It's the true Half-Life 3 we deserve. No, I remember that being a, you know, a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, that's when the internet was uh, young and before memes were taken over. Mm-hmm. That might have been the, the cause-in for memes. Le- Leroy was like one of the first... Internet things. Yeah. What would that have been on? I remember you showing me uh, YTMND back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was like the, the meme-centric thing. It was very funny, and then it has not aged well. There's still some good stuff on there, and there's some that's extremely inappropriate. So. Oh, God. Uh, the Jurassic Park one will never get old. Which, which is fine, yeah, because that one's just... Uh... Uh, the Well of Souls with uh, Indiana Jones and Where's Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> that will never get old. <laughs> that's another good one, too. There's some good stuff on there. Yeah. What has not aged well? I prefer... Yeah, that's dance fine. around that, yeah. We'll let, we'll let yeah. people look it up on their own. Or just... You You're know, the this... man now, dog. Yeah. Punch the keys, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, man. Leroy. That's when WoW was... WoW was huge. Well, WoW is still huge. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the excitement? Uh, you worked retail at the time. Do you remember the build-up and... Like the excitement for those as they came out. I think I sold, I know I sold the launch one, but I think I sold the first, at least the first expansion, if not the second expansion too. I was there for at least three of them. Yeah. So I know there was a lot of employees who would always order the collector's edition. And mm-hmm. they would be there that morning they came out and they would uh, grab their copy. And call their, out that day. And No, I mean they would work their day, but they would take the receipt on there. They made sure they got theirs. It wasn't like... right. Some bullshit where someone's come over and like, oh, and a collector's edition, that's not mine. I'm going to just snatch it off the shelf and buy it. Uh, that would happen at some retailers. Yeah. But now, I mean, now we look, and I think the last collector's edition is still on Newegg, and it goes on sale periodically. Yeah. It's, like Russell's, Russell has a Burning Crusade sitting around here somewhere, sealed, mm-hmm. that he never opened. I guess he just downloaded the expansion and played it instead of, uh, well, at some point it went free-to-play. Like, you can play those those early ones free-to-play. Like, I was, yeah, it's like first 20 levels or some shit like that. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. You ever had a temptation to start WoW? No. 
I knew, was never into the lore like you guys. If maybe if I knew the story or something like that. I know orcs versus humans. That's the lore I know. Azeroth and the I didn't play Blackwater Swamp. I didn't play Warcraft one, two, or three. I remember before Warcraft came out when I was in college. There was a lot of people played Warcraft three a lot. So I played Uno. That's it. On a Super Mac, one of the Mac clones before mm -hmm. uh, Steve Jobs came back. And it was a burn copy. God, we were bootleg as hell. It wasn't even real. <laughs> Listen, they're just spamming that uh, left mouse button click. I guess it'll be the right one for y'all Mac users. What was it for that? I've wanted to get that on uh, GOG. Because they have Warcraft 1 and 2 now. There's a bundle. Mm -hmm. But you can play it free on like any browser. You can play the DOS version. Yeah, yeah. but they get it for people like who want, you know, just want to... Archive a legit download, license, yeah. 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 That's that's probably accurate. It's probably the best it's way. Different to people. Anyways. There's some people like, ah, I just want to. I used to play this a lot. Let me just pull up in this browser and play it for the five seconds that I got. So. That's basically what I was doing at some point. Look at that speed. <laughs> that's amazing. All right. So once again, we mentioned this on another episode, but your data cap has caused you to uh, update Xbox games over here. Yeah. Thank you, Internet uh, trolls. What is that that has a big update? Sea of Thieves. Yeah, thirty-two gigs. Shit. No, I'm more worried about this one. Oh, it's making so much noise. That's what you're playing next? Uh, I just want in there just in case I do. I might be getting that Final Fantasy kick at some point. You're getting the itch? Yeah, I've beaten 13 and 13 2. I've never beaten Lightning's, Lightning Returns. So. 13 2 3. Mm hmm. The one that sort of reminded me, like, uh, everything time based. I always want to say, like, Chrono Trigger, but it's not. But it, it's kind of like. Final Fantasy's version of Chrono Trigger, maybe? Or are you jumping around different time points? Yeah. It's interesting. That's 13-3? 13-2. 13-2. Yeah, because that one you play as uh, Sarah, who was not a character you play as in 13. Um, I don't remember what Sarah's story was in there. I know Snow was dating Sarah. Um, I don't remember much of that at all. Snow. I popped in when 13 went backwards compatible. Mm -hmm. I popped in just to see how it looked. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have the One X. It was a good-looking game even back then. Yeah. I mean, it was good on PS3. I think it was one of the first native 1080p. Because I know Xbox... That's what I bought it for. I think Xbox 360 used that uh, upscale technology from theirs. It was 720p, and I think it upscaled to the 1080. So. Like they did with uh, Gears and a bunch of those early ones. Hey, it got the job done. It worked. Yeah. And it still holds up. Mm-hmm. Now even better since they're doing these 4K patches on them. So, 32 gigs for Sea of Thieves. Damn. That was your dose. That's the game. They're adding the game in there. <laughs> I only have 500 megs in that fucking CD. So. Oh, it's just a text file. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Like, oh, your CD key I'll open up and crack it. Like, Here. Yep. 16 digits. Whoa. We put this on a Blu-ray. Press it. Chip so it. Stupid. Put on the Blu-ray. We got that from, uh, that was a Gamefly thing, right? Mm -hmm. It was like 12 or 14 bucks. Mm -hmm. It wasn't expensive. They had another sale come up recently, and I, I kind of looked at some of the games. I was like, nah, I'm on that old school kick right now. I'm charging the Vita. You said uh, Final Fantasy earlier. I'm charging the Vita. I'm going to pick up my 10 playthrough. That's the only game that haunts me right now. Like, I have, I have a backlog of games in the thousands. I could be playing anything. Mm -hmm. And the only one that I'm like, man, if I could sit down and just... You know, no. plug away some time. You will be hitting that backlog once we go to our uh, eventual all-digital, all-streaming future. At that point, you'll be like, all right, time to play these physical games I got. I'm already partially there because of, um, like, Steam spring sales and, and stuff that's coming up and Black Friday between 
you guys are pretty good at getting stuff new and 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 trying it out and things like that but i'm not able to get games as quickly see look at that look how slow that download speed went that's bullshit mm-hmm. like how is that even a thing fuck microsoft servers um so i don't get the latest and greatest usually sometimes i'll get a new release like i know i'm getting Link's awakening when it comes out i won't be waiting mm-hmm. for that won't be a black friday purchase or anything unless it comes out <laughs> that week in november but um it depends on what the other uh releases lay I mean, a lot of their shit's coming out early summer, late summer. Yeah. I don't think they have anything for this fall. I could be wrong. Uh, we're going to find out. E3's next month. Yeah. I can't I'm, believe it's already on us. I'm hoping we'll get Bayonetta this year, but I got a good feeling it's going to sneak into next year. You think we'll get the uh, Metroid Prime trilogy? Depends on what they got coming out this fall. Yeah. I mean, if we get Metroid Prime in 2020, then probably... Nintendo's Nintendo's been doing a good job of mixing like uh, you know advan- uh, new titles or ports. Well, mm-hmm. let me rephrase that. They've been doing a good job at mixing in ports to fill in between their announced new games. Mm-hmm. So some of those I don't think we really know of yet. Yeah, I mean I, we, they still got a couple that came on the Wii U that they haven't re-released yet. So we got was yeah. it 3D World? Um, Tokyo? Do you think Tokyo Mirage Sessions will see uh, I, Extra Life? I hope so. I think it deserves it. It didn't do well in the Wii U. I think it deserves that chance. Yeah. I did, it just all depends on who would do it. Would would Sega handle it, or would uh, Nintendo pick it up and say, "All right, if you do the work, we'll publish it." And I, I got a good feeling Nintendo would be like, "Hey, if you you guys port this over, we'll we'll publish it," or they go to somebody else and like, "Hey, port this over, and we'll publish it." Another studio. I don't because you saw that. I don't. We didn't go over it on the last podcast, but you know, Sega released their uh, financials. Yeah. A couple weeks back, and it was not good. So. Nope. And I think they're going to double down. They said at this point they're going to double down on their existing franchises. And I mean, they got a plan, so it's not like they're uh, doing it in the corner. I think they what they try to do is they, that pachinko business was not making the money, and they and they were like, okay, let's go 100% in gaming again, and they just right. did too much too fast. And What do you think that means, existing franchises? More Sonic, more Yakuza type yeah, thing? whatever's popular. And I think that's why they slowed down on the Yakuza releases, because remember last year we got like three, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we're like, we're getting judgment. I think that now at this point they're like, all right, we're gonna. Might see how judgment does, how it performs. Oh yeah, I'll, I'm like Michael all day one judgment. So, and then I'm hoping we'll get three, four, and five soon. So, but what else do you think Nintendo needs to bring over? Oh yeah, we got off track. Yeah, um, we tend to do that. I got. I was talking about not buying new releases, and we got sidetracked. Backlog. I mean, 3D World. 3D World, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Do you think Paper Mario has a shot? It wasn't a popular one, but I don't see why not. I mean, they not unless they got a new, because you know they've been pretty good about either bringing their existing ones over or like Mario Maker or Splatoon. They just okay, we're just gonna bring over the sequel. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. Right. We, we all expected Mario Maker to come over, but instead of that, they were like, we're just not gonna bring Mario Maker over. We're gonna bring Mario Maker Two over. Right. So. It, it wasn't like a Super Mario Maker Deluxe or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, Mario, I would almost say Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is a, I mean, it shared tracks and such, mm. but they added so much to it, and to me, having that second item box changes the way you play that game yeah. anyway, so that that was almost like a whole new game. I'm, I'm seriously I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, I'm trying to think really hard of what they got on there. Cause Gianna I, Sisters already made it over. Yep, that Legend was important of one. Yep, super important. Yeah, <laughs> they had to take that PS2 disc and turn it into a Wii U disc. <laughs> And then turn it into a switch cart. Switch cart. Yeah. 
Use that same wand. Oh, God. One person. All it is is a switch. You just have to literally flip the switch and it ports it for you. Exactly. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yep. It says Nintendo on the light switch when you do it. <laughs> That's it? You just switch it on and bam. They just, they just start... They, the reverses and take the Wii U disc and spits out Switch cartridges. That's where they came up with the name Switch from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Switch consoles. Um, I'm... They just I'm, did it with Final Fantasy X and fuck. 12. What, 101. Wonderful 101. Yep. That's a good I one. I see that one coming. We're getting, we got Yoshi's Crafted World, basically, mm-hmm. as a follow-up to Woolly World. That's the same universe, right? Unless, with Poochie and everything. Yeah. I don't see them doing the Kirby canvas, because that worked better with the stylus. But Unless, people said the same thing about Mario Maker. Yeah, but they got a stylus coming out in Europe and Japan. They're getting, like, an officially branded one? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I haven't seen that. And it's like an iPad stylus. It's like, they, I'm like, I'm literally, I, I'm, I fucking got it in my cart in Amazon Japan just for the fucking stylus. Really? I was like, I, I'm, I can't, it's like I can't even read Japanese for the game, but I'm like, I want that stylus and they haven't announced it in America yet. It's in my face. It's like, it'll a, support it though. Yeah. It's like, it's free, free stylus. I'm like, how can we get this shit? <laughs> it'll be a pre-order bonus it's for a, somebody. It's a nice fucking stylus. You'll have to pre-order with a uh, circuit city to get it. Yeah. In Canada. Circuit City, Canada. Well, I think... Toys R Us, uh, Canada. Who, who bought Circuit City? Was it Tiger Direct? I think Tiger Direct went in there and bought There's that. a major Tiger Direct headquarters in Atlanta. We, we could make this happen. Fuck. We could drive there and pick up your stylus. The, the stylus that doesn't even know exists? I'm curious what other games we should uh, flip the Nintendo Switch on. We got Donkey Kong Country, which I still need to buy. Yeah, fucking Tiger Direct bought Circuit City. Did they? Mm-hmm. What year was that? 2008 or 2009? 2009 is when they died. Yeah. When I they, uh, I remember their slow me, that's a better word. I, uh, bought, I bought Crisis Core from there for like six bucks. I used to go there and shop for a lot of games too. Mm-hmm. I want to say there was a bunch of Kinect stuff there, but that would have been before the Kinect. It must have been, uh, like gu- Guitar Hero in that era of plastic mm-hmm. instruments and stuff. I don't even know the one near us survived that long, so I don't know. We'll see. I just had a I had an old classmate that worked there, and he would call me and be like, "Hey, this went on sale. This went on clearance." Okay, that's how I got Crisis Core. He was like holding it for me. Good times. I miss Circuit City. I miss a lot of retail places. Funko Land. I do miss that one. They uh, bought my copy of uh, Star Wars: The Second Story. I don't know why that's still in my head, but I did buy it there. It's the one that was over there by the Moe's in our area, right? Yep. Yeah. We bought Toe Jam and Earl there. Kirby's Adventure. I was on the wait list for Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger was 40 bucks, and I thought I was spending a ton. I remember seeing Chrono Trigger Media Play for $80 new. Brand new? Yeah. I miss Media Play. They had the uh, demo consoles, like the mm-hmm. kiosks underneath that big circle in the middle. I was there when they, before it. they put it in that corner, and I had the, the, the uh, there was a, a weirder one. I remember looking at Chrono Trigger every day when I went in there. I was like, I can't afford this $79 game. Mm. You bought it eventually. Did you have it on Super Nintendo? Yeah. And then I have the DS1, and I have, amazingly enough, the one I beat was the PS1 one, so I mentioned that before. <laughs> Slow no trigger? Yeah, I don't think I noticed a difference. I was like, whatever. I Holy just, shit. I just played it and beat it, because I got the extra anime cutscenes and yep. all that other stuff that we got at the time. I mean, it looks good and sounds good. It's just those fucking minions it's just, are um, killer. The only difference now is that the DS1 is the better one, because they just ported all the best stuff over them for mm-hmm. both of them and put in that one cartridge, mm-hmm. so... But no, I don't think I've noticed a difference because I actually beat all the Final Fantasies on CD base too. People make that same argument, but I know one and two are playable on there. I 
I did that. Did you say five was the one to, on five? the definitive list? Five was GBA one, but I think I originally beat ah. it on the PS one. That's the first time I ever played it. Was it Butts or Barts? Um, and Barts. It is Barts on that. They called it Barts. I think the official is Butts. <laughs> the translation made it Barts. But I think they were like, eh, I don't know if we we'll call it Butts. Mm, yeah. I think they, they changed it to Barts. Something's not quite right here. We can't name a character Butts. Butts with a Z. Cloud is fine. Butts with a Z. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready to go into news? We've uh, rambled on for 16 minutes like we do. Oh, not 60 minutes? Not this, 60. This is not CBS? Next on 60 minutes. What was that title? we got to write down that title. Good night and good luck. What's the butts one? It's not, it's Bart's not butts. Bart's not butts? Yeah. I think we'll get a correction on that somehow. We don't get many corrections. We're right about everything. What is, uh, this is true. I'll just write down the timestamp on it. It's like 16. Yeah, let's do that. That's safer because it's probably going to be in there. It's completely different. 14.30, yeah. It's like when we replay videos, like, I don't sound like that. Where we were talking about something else different. Like, <laughs> I thought we talked about Final Fantasy V for like 10 minutes, and we didn't. We rambled on about Sea of Thieves 2 for four hours. Like, where were you? Yeah. I wasn't part of that conversation. <laughs> Who were you talking to? Yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll just fill in. We'll fill in tentative titles as we go. Uh, it's late, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't tell. We're, we're trying to... We're trying to pep our step here. Yeah, we both of us combined can make one mine. At this point. Yeah. Uh, let me pull up news. This is a weird dun, one dun, on dun, dun. PUBG. PUBG. Um, I don't have my news up yet. You want to take that one if you got it? I can. All right, let's see. Following month, uh, this is over in Engadget by Rachel England, and they Thank you, Rachel. go over the following months that Tencent has been um, pulled. The blockbuster uh, player known Battlegrounds out of China replace it with a game more in keeping with the country's socialist <laughs> views. So it's been going on and up and down, up and down, up and what down. What the hell does that mean? So uh, make a long story short, and I don't want to sit here and ramble on and reading this whole thing, is they have uh, what they call localized changes, which provide a healthy, positive culture and value guidance for Chinese players. So um, they kind of, from my understanding, the, they toned down the gore. Uh, the scene I saw on Twitter where somebody <laughs> thought it was great was uh, uh, as you're gunning down this person and he's crawling around, um, he presents his loot box to you instead of him dying. Yeah. He, he pulls it out of his inventory, presents it to you, and then just waves. That's Waves at die. you. Yep. I saw that same clip. Yeah. They've renamed it Game for Peace. Authorities said the game was too violent and the publisher agreed to make the localized changes mm -hmm. you mentioned. Uh, definitely, if you're familiar with PUBG, please look up this video and see what they how they've changed this. It's it's pretty funny. I don't think I would. I don't think it matters to me if I played through it. But all right, that's cool. Thanks, thanks for the loot box guy. When you shoot people, they don't bleed, and the dead get up and wave goodbye. Mm -hmm. Cultural changes, healthy, positive cultural and value guidance. But you're still shooting guns and scopes and all that kind of stuff. I was thinking, you know what came to mind was um, the Super Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat that didn't have the red blood. They just had the gray. Didn't they call it sweat? Mm -hmm. Like you'd hit them and it'd be sweat, supposedly. Or the green or whatever they have sometimes. Yeah, it was games. green for some. Uh, green was like Ganondorf, wasn't it? Wasn't there a certain cut of Ocarina of Time where he would bleed and then they changed it to green blood for him? Mm -hmm. Was it Zelda? can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Ocarina. Uh, the next story, the original, this is also from Engadget. I think a bunch of our news, I stumbled upon Engadget and was just going to town. 
Uh, also from Miss England, she's been she's had a busy week. The original Devil May Cry will arrive on Nintendo Switch this summer. And I did see later on that it's going to be confirmed to be digital only. Did you also see that? Yeah, as well. They confirmed that for Japan as well. You can play Devil May Cry on pretty much anything at this point. I think the biggest news is just that it's on a Nintendo system. This is the first time. I think that's why they made a big deal. Because remember they were trying to get Dante and um, Smash. And he was like, nope, we got to get a Devil May Cry on the Nintendo console first. That's true. That's uh, all he was worried about. Miss England goes on to point out that uh, Capcom has been on a crusade recently, releasing versions of Okami, Dragon's Dogma, Onimusha Warlords, and a bunch of Resident Evil games. Somebody made that joke on Twitter where they're like, uh, the Switch is living its best PS2 life right now. <laughs> this is accurate. Yeah. Final Fantasy XII, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy X. Yeah. We just need classic Okami. Metal Gear. Okami? Excellent. Mm. Legend of K? Yeah. A very important one from the PS2 catalog that we all knew about before it came out on uh, PS3. Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy? Yeah. What else other PS2 games? That's a good analogy, but there's some... Dude, I'm, I don't think they I'm made loving it. the PS2 right I now. I don't think they meant it negatively. I just It was just funny how yeah. accurate it was. It's living his best <laughs> PS2 life. I was thinking, because going back to our buying new releases and all that kind of stuff, I could be perfectly happy playing Dreamcast, PS2, Xbox, GameCube... GBA games. Mm-hmm. I would be perfectly happy with those libraries. I'm going to cheat a little bit and throw the PS1 library in with the PS2 one because it's backwards compatible, but mm-hmm. I think that counts. You've got a hell of a you got a hell of a generation there. Yeah. I mean, we'll never get that again. I don't think PS3 so. PS3 is when they started getting weird and they started changing the way games were made, so budgets got huge. Mhm. AAA, o- that's when AAA came. started coming out because we never had to deal with that. We always had like first party was first party and then you had second and third. Yep. And then you had the B-tier games that you just don't mm-hmm. see anymore, which if the indie games have kind of taken over that role, but it's still it's still not quite the same. Like, I just bought Zapper on PS2, the game with the little bug on it. Mm-hmm. We don't get games like Zapper anymore. Oh, like the like the Eatles Fresh label stuff? Yep. Mr. Mosquito and... Was Mad Maestro one of those, or mm-hmm. it's just... Yeah. That was also another one that was... I think it was like their indie label was what they called it. Like, the cheap, affordable budgets. Or Katamari, like getting an awesome, crazy game like Katamari mm-hmm. for twenty bucks. They made me buy that when I started my retail career. And you never look back. You have to buy this game and try it out. And now you're gonna buy Watamaru. I will. I'll buy any uh, Katamari S games that come out. Speaking of old school, you did secure your Polymega pre-order, right? I did. I got the ultimate version. What all does that come with? Because I just jumped on the disc one. I'm I'm most interested in the disc base. So stuff. the the disc one is. Let's go over that first, since we both got that one. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be uh, PlayStation One, um, Sega Saturn, uh, Neo Geo City, um, Turbo Graphics CD, and Sega CD. Yep, that's all of them. That's freaking sweet. Um, Very excited. I ended up doing the ultimate one, which was a little bit more expensive. It's about two hundred dollars more. Um, but I don't. Have a, I don't have a lot of space to keep all those con, uh, consoles out separately, so this is my thing, and I don't have a lot of the emulation ones. So, so you'll be able to just run through and do the ROM dumps. Yeah. So, um, and that one is uh, NES, um, which I think includes Fami, right? I think yeah. Uh, Super Nintendo and Super Fami. Yep. Uh, Genesis, uh, Turbo Graphics, the card based one. Um, what was that four? That's big. I don't have many Turbo Graphics games though. Was the Neo Geo part of it? I can't remember. The Neo Geo cartridges were part of it. I don't think so because those MVS cartridges are fucking huge. They're like I, tapes. Remember? I don't think it was. I think you got I, at least one more in there. In that, I thought in the Ultimate one. I'm gonna have to pull this up. Genesis, 
NES, Super Fami, Master System? Do you it's get a specific, or is it Master System Turbo, and Genesis? Mega and Power. What is the power here? Power Base Converter. Oh my god. We're doing some on-air research here for the Polymega. Horribly, I apologize on the... <laughs> We're not prepared as well, we summarize. It's like I'm trying to fucking click on the thing to see what it is. So, I think that was it. Yep. So we had the base unit, which we named with all the disc ones we just named. Yep. NES, which does not do Famicom. It's going to be um, a separate Famicom It's just NES element, and then it has SNES, SFC, which is Super Famicom. Because they're the use... Yeah, because on Nintendo you have a 72-pin cartridge, yeah. and then on Famicom it's a 50-pin or 60-pin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you have a Mega Drive, Genesis 32X, and then you have a PC Engine, TurboGrafx-16. Who card support? Yeah, and an SGX, whatever the fuck that stands for. I don't have many uh, TurboGrafx games for you to dump. But I do have a friend with a sizable library with um, R-Type and all the good, all the really good Turbo Graphics games. And those are the ones that are important. Yep. I don't know. We'll figure it out once we get it. Let's one, first things first, let's get these first. Joe, we'll be getting in touch with you when it comes time to dump some uh, cartridges. <laughs> Take a dump on my cartridges. Friend of the show, dump, and Joe. Joe dumps. Uh, next up in news, EA Access game subscription is coming to PS4. So this, of course, has been on PC and Xbox in two different tiers. Um, it's five dollars a month or thirty dollars through the PlayStation Store, and I see it on Newegg a lot for like twenty four ninety nine. The mm -hmm. first year I did of EA Access, it was it was twenty five bucks. Mm -hmm. I did it, but I didn't. I don't think I got my twenty five dollars worth. I never. I see the value in like the 10 hour trials and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff, but I, I just never took advantage of it. This is the one where they got Madden, like, you got Madden, right? You didn't get the 10 hour trial, I think you got it, didn't you, when it came out? Mm, it's the 10 hour trial. Is it a 10 hour Unless trial? Unless they did something special on that one. I don't know, I'm not on, I mean, I never got on there at all, at all, so I can't speak from it from personal experience. This is coming from Engadget again. PS4 owners who decided to describe to EA Access will get 10 hours of unfettered gameplay for upcoming titles from the prominent developer and publisher before the public release date. Mm -hmm. You get an early release. I think that's what you're thinking of. Subscri subscribers also get to play any of the titles tossed in the company's vault, which includes various entries from franchises like Battlefield, FIFA, Madden, Star Wars Battlefront, and more. That's my question, because I, I could have sworn they said in the, in the vault they got the latest Madden. I could be wrong. I don't know. I would think, I would think after the season, it's been added. Yeah. Are you talking about right now? I think Madden 19's in there now. Yeah. I mean, Just, what point would Madden 20 be added? Because that's what would pull people, especially in my job, because who always buy Madden every year? You get your first 10 hours, and then you get 10% off the digital price. No, I think for them, it's like, when does Madden 20 get in the vault? That's, oh. That would be the killer for them. I, I think, honestly, it's around the playoffs. Because they'll try to, they'll, they'll have gotten their money out of the, the retail skew. And they'll be trying to get the the pickup on the the digital one through their program. I would think that's where you pick up those sales. What I'm curious about with this? Oh, this is even way later. According to this, February first, twenty nineteen, the Madden NFL nineteen was added to the EA Access. So that's Super Bowl time, right? It's right around the Super Bowl time. Mm -hmm. yeah. What I'm curious about is like EA Access on PC and Xbox will give you those backwards compatible titles like uh, Mass Effect. So. It's not backwards compatible on PS4. I wonder not if the, without a firmware update. <laughs> you know I was gonna get it in yeah. there. <laughs> Let's keep popping the disc in there. 
try with every firmware update. Oh god, that was a great bit from uh, Giant Bomb. Thank you, yeah. Jeff Gersman, yeah. for the for the firmware joke. We were laughing about that in pre-production. Yeah, it's like keep trying. Don't even keep. Don't even do the research. It's, it's got to come at some point. Right? Anytime you see your PS4 update, just grab a PS3 disc off the shelf and slap it yeah. in there and see if you see if you get to play. That's uh, how they did it for Xbox. See yeah. if you get to play Ghost Recon Future Soldier. Oh god, specifically that one or Heavenly Sword. That's a good one. <laughs> right? That's yeah. a deep cut. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think those will be on there? I think they may do something to put them on PlayStation Now. Maybe link it to the PlayStation Now uh, area. Thank you for subscribing to EA Access. Here's your link for our other program. Uh, you might get like you might get a, a link to it and just play it through the vault. And it might be the PlayStation Now thing. It might be their deal for putting their EA games on PlayStation Now because at some point they took all the EA PS3 games off of there. They and pulled them? Yeah. What was on there? Like FIFA and Burnout, uh, Plants, kind of Plants vs. Zombies? Yeah, and, I okay. think. But I started seeing more and more pop up in there when I was looking at it the other day. So I was like, maybe they are, they worked on doing that back end. It's like, hey, we'll put more of these in there, PS3, but yeah. you can link them into our EA access and let them, you know, let them play them off that. Just kind of a doorway to another service. Yeah. I mean, it, it works because <laughs> you go in there and you play like, hey, this is not that bad. I like this. And it's like, okay, then you can get the rest. These other games on PlayStation now, like other, these other 700 games, you know? Right. Engadget uh, goes on to note that Sony initially rejected the subscription service when EA debuted it in 2014. According to Sony, EA Access wasn't a good value for gamers at the time. Not much has changed with the service since then, including the price. But EA Access does have a bigger collection of games with five more years worth of titles now playable for free. That I can get behind. There's five years worth of titles. Even then, I mean, EA's kind of slowed down since they've been. Yeah, so. the majority of those, you're not getting a new Dead Space. Mm. You've only gotten one new Mass Effect, and people would argue that's not the one to play. And you've gotten Maddens and FIFAs and Battlefields. Which is weird, because I've been online, and there's a huge cult following on that, and drama. Really? It's starting to pop up that people actually enjoy it. Like, I see more and more people saying they enjoyed it. Is this one of those games like uh, Wind Waker and that kind of stuff that as time goes time goes on the public perception kind of twists on it as it gets further and further away from the other mass effect games probably maybe that was a bad example because wind waker was critically praised it was the early internet that was skewering the zelda look and all that well remember, yeah because remember we got the demo and it was the live action one that's what everybody expected we didn't yeah. get we didn't get information like we did now where you can right. shoulder the the burden on people early and set expectations so kind of like they did with metro prime 4 like hey we're pushing this back we yep. got that head of a time yep we didn't have to wait till e3 for them to announce like hey we're pushing it back like oh shit we expected to be this year <laughs> fuck we, metro prime 4 we demanded know? that yeah somebody was making an i think it was um we referenced we listened to a lot of podcasts so we, mm-hmm. we we just end up referencing them and uh it was uh austin walker on on waypoint was talking about how I mean, we talk about news every week on our show, but just how aware we are like of the industry versus back in the day when you either had to wait for a magazine or somebody at school had to come up with something or you saw mm-hmm. it in the store, things like that. And uh, one of the guys brought up the, since it's the 20th anniversary, 24th anniversary of the Saturn, 25th, mm-hmm. what's, the, what's the right number? It's not 20th. 25th sounds right, right? It's either 25th or 24th, Sega Saturday. It came out in 94? Was it 94? Has to be 25. It I came out in 94 because I think it was supposed to come out in 95. We were, we were supposed to bring up this conversation. But, uh, we done photos. Somebody was talking about going into Toys R Us and they, the Sega Saturn was a surprise launch. And if you didn't follow E3 stuff through a magazine or something, like, you know, they said the Sega Saturn's going to be in stores next week or something. 24. Like it's the 24th anniversary. Yeah. Remember, they said the, the Saturn was supposed to ship that fall and they were like, hey, we're going to beat Sony to the punch. The Saturn is in stores now. 
So somebody walked into a Toys R Us and here's this brand new Sega system mm-hmm. that he didn't even know about. Or he didn't know it was going to be released yet, so... That's, uh, that's, that's a big difference in the way we get information and stuff now. And just how our industry rolls. Uh, do you have any interest in signing up for the access of the EA, sir? No. I honestly think I'd get more out of PC at this point than even PS4 or Xbox subscription. Plus there's two tiers on PC. There's like an Access Premier and an Access Basic. <laughs> no more thoughts? We're going to wrap that one up? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you've done the service. I haven't. Uh, I'm not a big EA person. You bring up a good point with the backwards compatibility add value in there. I think I downloaded Mass Effect, but then I had the Mass Effect disc, mm. so that didn't do anything. I just had a local digital install that I didn't need the disc to authenticate, so that, but I never played it. So Yeah. And I think I tried out one of the Battlefields or Battlefronts that was going to come out. I think, see, for me and you, this is my argument even with Game Pass. I mean, I'm glad that some people have found uh, value with some of that stuff. But, like, for me, it just, I have so many fucking, my backlog's so huge that it doesn't apply to me. I mean, but if it was like, um, if you're somebody who's very uh, budget conscious and wanted to play a lot of games on the low, I mean, this and Game Pass, I mean, you're you're literally paying, what, like, less than $15 a month? And you have a good variety of games? Or EA Access and PlayStation Now as a service mm-hmm. with uh, PlayStation Plus. I so, kind of wish I could do that. I wish I could check out of everything else and just focus on one ecosystem. Yeah. And no backlog. It'd be easier, right? Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's, it's hard for me. Even like, I'm, that's why I spent so long. Look, it's been my original plan and not go over and games played and I'm just going to glance over it. So I was going to knock out Trails in the Sky, Chapter 1. Uh, like, all right, I, I sat there and I was like, okay, let me start this. I know it's only about a 40, 50 hour game. I can knock this out. And if I stay dedicated, I can knock this out maybe to week, two weeks max. I'm, I'm already in like week three. I'm like at the end of it now, but I'm like, it's hard to, you know, yeah. the problem is you got a lot, if you got a lot of games staring in your face, it's, it's a yeah. lot harder because you're like, oh, I kind of want to play this. And it's like, you just talk yourself out of what you got in there. I never played a uh, Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland. Let me go uh, yeah. get a little Wii and pop it in there. Yeah, because I bought it. No, it's Return to Dreamland, not Nightmare in Dreamland. That's a yeah. G- GBA version. Yeah. And it's like, um, yeah, because I, I, I do random bullshit. So it's like, I, I do kind of miss those days I had when I was in middle school with the yeah. with a smaller budget. Like, I would I would script and save, and I, I worked as a bag boy in Winn-Dixie, and uh, I was like, my paycheck, I was like, lucky if I can get two games a week or something like that. It's definitely at least one a week. I yeah. get paid weekly. And I used to beat those games in a week and I enjoyed every minute of that because it's like, that's what I had at the time. Now it's like, game prices drop so quickly. Like, shit's $20 before you're like, eh, $20 is my buy point. It's almost to the point where like, you gotta go out there and like, ah, eh, $10 I'll buy it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at on a bunch of stuff. I may have to lower that price point because I was like, I was like, twenty is my buy point. That was cool, like a couple years ago, but now yeah. it's to the point where everything's hitting twenty dollars. I'm like, and I looked at the other, I was like, man, I just bought like a shit ton of stuff. I was like, maybe I need to redo my monetary uh, costs on what I buy now. I'm like, things drop, dude. Yeah, you see me splash at Black Friday, but I'm paying pennies on the dollar for some of those. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all based off of what you can get and when you can get it. So it, you know, that's that's different per person. Um, you remember the Raven Remastered, that, that game Michael was talking about a couple months ago? Mm-hmm. He sent me a, a screen capture. He was at a retail store. He bought it for like 650 
So it had already. I don't think it was an expensive game to start with, but it was already less than like thirty bucks. bucks. Yeah, yeah. I, think so, I bought it on the ten dollars in Best Buy the other day when they had that weird THQ Nordic sale. Yeah, their uh, apology sale for their weird AMA thing. Their apology sale. Yeah, like we're sorry, we're stupid. Here's a. We've mentioned the game five times, and now I can't come up with it. Legend of K. Mm. Here's Legend of K for ten dollars. Here's a Sphinx game that somebody spent thirty dollars two weeks ago, and now it's ten. <laughs> the Sphinx game. Uh, next up in news, you want to take the video game Hall of Fame story? Yeah. So there's this place, and they have video games in this Hall of Fame. Where can it's, one go to this place? Where can one visit this museum? It is the World Video Game Hall of Fame. It's the National Museum of Play. I'm trying um, to find out where it's at while you read it. It shares it with something else. I remember reading this somewhere. National Museum of Play. Yeah, you're going to have to Google that, yeah. I don't think it's on the actual Rochester, article. New York. There we go. It's, it's all good things. It's always in Rochester. Um, so this is according to Gadget. Um, they uh, went ahead and they did their inductees. And their inductees this year was uh, Mortal Kombat. Super Mario Kart. Two good ones so far. Colossus Cave Adventure. Never heard of it. It's in the text-based game, I believe. It is. And then Microsoft Windows Solitaire classic the one that we always go to before they took it out of all the work pcs because <laughs> it Cause killed all people would productivity do is, all people would do is yeah. play solitaire i was like i sat there the other day and i was looking at it, i was like damn i wonder if they had solitaire back when they had the old images in there did you check it out no i mean that would that would be before my time do they store the images still mm, wipe on loads no those things are i mean after oh god if i put xp on the network I'll get a call from uh, Birmingham. They're probably driving right then. It's like, we need that PC. We take it down now. <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll put up a red flag. Oh, God. <laughs> they charge, I think, um, Microsoft charges an exuberant amount of money to keep XP going mm. on a network, even the uh, updates. They're making you pay now. So to keep that up to secure, that way you're not getting that computer hacked, you're going to be paying out the buck. So it's it's a legit thing like it's a huge huge red flag not worth yeah, it yeah that or somebody's getting the bill for six figures so microsoft solitaire this is coming from the museum of play.org based on a centuries old card game microsoft solitaire debuted in 1990 on the windows 3.0 mm-hmm. computing platform and became ubiquitous around the world since then microsoft solitaire has been distributed on over a billion computers and is now and has now played 35 billion games per year in over 200 markets the game proved that sometimes analog games can be even more popular in the digital world, and it demonstrated that a market existed for games that appeal to player people of all types, says Jeremy Saucier, Assistant Vice President for Electronic Games and Interpretation. Everybody's played this. I would say that's a, uh, mm-hmm. a worthy member of the Video Game Hall of Fame. And uh, you can see the other inductees down the bottom. They join the likes of John Madden Football, Tomb Raider, Final Fantasy VII, Sonic the Hedgehog... <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 3, The Legend of Zelda, The Oregon Trail. I've died many times there. The Sims, Space Invaders. I also died many times there. Doom, Pac-Man, Pong, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and The World of Warcraft. These are all worthy, um, I would say, worthy mm. members. I don't see anything on here that I can argue that probably doesn't belong on this list. So, so these are the candidates that it beat out this year. You ready for this? Yo. Candy Crush Saga. Mm, Is that because it's too new? I it, mean, that's a big-ass game. It's huge, though, man. Yeah. Centipede. Yep. Dance Dance Revolution. 
Also a good one. Half-Life. Great one. Mist. <laughs> I, well, that's... You can play that on everything, I guess. Let's go. <laughs> NBA 2K. I don't know if they're specifically talking about the Dreamcast game. or <laughs> It just says NBA 2K. Okay. Sid Meier's Civilization. All right, that's another big one. And Super Smash Bros. Melee. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, uh, why would you... I don't know. Okay, maybe it's the like the the cultural zeitgeist of each particular title. Like, if you were picking out a Mortal Kombat game, I wouldn't particularly say Mortal Kombat One, right? That's not the game that would go in the Hall of Fame. But it seems like they're talking about the series. But this specifically says Super Smash Brothers Melee. I think the Mortal Kombat One they mentioned in here, and I think that was referenced in the Giant Bomb, was Mortal Kombat One. Mortal Kombat brought cutting-edge graphics and unique fighting styles to the arcade when it launched in 1992. Mm. The game's over-the-top depictions of violence also spurred international debate with Joe Lieberman, including congressional hearings in the United States. And created the ESRB. That created ESRB. So that is a huge, uh, that is an iconic and defining Mm. title. And Super Mario Kart, like my, my pick. Nintendo Super Mario Kart combined the thrill of racing games with the beloved characters of its Super Mario Bros. franchise, released in 92. The game built on previous racing games and popularized the go-kart subgenre. Super Mario Kart has sold millions of copies on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and generated a dozen other titles mm-hmm. across consoles, handhelds, and arcade games that have sold more than 100 million units. And also created go-karts around the world. Also created go-karts around the world. Yep, that's when everybody's just like, you know what, this, this fucking game here, let's, let's put this go-kart thing. And throw turtle shells at each other. And throw in a laser shoot and some skee ball and bam, we got kids in here 24-7. Um, what about... What's the one we didn't know? Colossal Cave Adventure. Text-based Colossal Cave Adventure debuted in 1976 and conjured up an immersive, interactive fantasy world despite the limits of primitive computer technology. Read a fucking book. <laughs> I'm well, sorry, God, but somebody out there is like, Well, hurry! I love Colossal Adventure, you fucker. While the game had no graphics that relied on players typing written commands, mm-hmm. it still offered a fully realized realm to explore with treasures to find and puzzles to solve. It laid the foundation for an entire genre of fantasy and adventure games, and it directly inspired other pioneering titles such as Adventureland and Zork, which helped launch the commercial computer game industry. The best games fire the imagination, says John Paul Dyson, director of the Strong's International Center for the History of Electronic Games. Anyone who first typed a command like, Get Lamp into Colossal Cave Adventure could see the power of electronic games to create magical worlds of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Get Lamp. So it's basically Shinji Mikami's Aladdin, the Genesis Aladdin, versus Colossal Cave Adventure. Which one would you rather get the lamp in? Genesis Aladdin. Always. <laughs> it's always Genesis Aladdin. Shinji Mikami might change his vote from Genesis to a Colossal Cave Adventure. I want to see uh, gameplay, as it were, of this. I may actually have this for Commodore. I need to go out there and see what Commodore games I have. I may have the one. We could try it out. You need to see if it's on your Commodore. This is true. I don't know if there's any text-based ones on how we would play it. I mean, there's a keyboard on there. I don't know. Wasn't the keyboard on that thing kind of weird? It was. It worked, though. I can't remember what the trick was it for it was. Could we, couldn't we plug in a USB keyboard to it and make that work? I believe so. All right, there was some text weird stuff in there. I don't know if it was that particular game, but I'm there pretty was sure Zork was on there too. Zork was on there, yeah. Uh, Colossal Cave Adventures from Wikipedia is a text adventure game developed between '75 and '77 by Will Crowther for the PDP-10 mainframe. It's early as shit. The game was expanded upon in 1977 with help from Don Woods and other programmers created variations on the game and ports to other systems in the following years. 
In the game, the player controls a character through simple text commands to explore a cave rumored to be filled with wealth. Players earn predetermined points for acquiring treasure and escaping the cave alive with the goal to earn the maximum number of points offered. So it was text-based, but it still had it still had a, still had a points-based system. Mm-hmm. The concept bore out from Crowther's background as a caving enthusiast with the game's cave structured loosely around the Mammoth Cave system in Kentucky. It's almost like uh, Miyamoto. Remember Miyamoto was inspired by Zelda to do um, for the caves and exploration and all? So it initially came out on the... I like finding out about games like this. You cut me off if it's boring. No, we're good. Uh, initially it was on the DEC PDP-10. Wow, those guys are old. Damn. Uh, it's based a little bit on Dungeons and Dragons. Later versions came to the VT100. I've never heard of that computer. And an Osborne 1 computer. And also MS-DOS at some point. That I've heard of. And Apple, still use... Apple II+. Plus. Uh, HP Timeshare Basic on an HP Mini computer. We got HP Minis. DOS... In 2017, Eric Raymond received permission from Crowther and Woods to release the source code for a forward port of their last version of the game dating from 1995. Cool. I would like to see this at least, you know, for the ex- the experience that it is. Yeah, I mean, fire it up on like an emulator. Or I mean, it's MS-DOS, you can find some way to run that. I'm sure just about anything at this point could run this game. Just a text-based adventure. Oh, you'll be surprised. <laughs> You don't have enough RAM? No, God, you have too much RAM, that's what I'll say. <laughs> too much RAM. It's like you should be playing a real video game. And Overkill. It'll, it'll direct you to a website, videogames.com, and it's actually just an inappropriate site. The original game consisted of 700 lines of Fortran code with about 700 lines of data. The data included text for 78 map locations, 66 rooms, and 12 navigation messages. That's pretty deep. That's advanced. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds like I will never beat it. I was talking shit about this game, and it's actually something I'm intrigued by. All right. Video Game Hall of Fame. Let's go visit it one day. Uh, Next up in news, Activision reveals the first five teams for its city-based Call of Duty League. This is coming from The Verge. Uh, Atlanta, Dallas, New York, Paris, and Toronto are just the beginning. Following the early success of the Overwatch League, Activision is planning to launch a similar city-based professional league for Call of Duty as well. And today, Mm -hmm. the publisher announced the league's first teams. It is the five cities I mentioned. Looks like they're partnering with existing Overwatch team league team owners. Mm-hmm. So Call of Duty should have a good, you know, it had, should have a good start to it since Overwatch is successful. I saw that was on uh, ESPN the other day. It was on ABC earlier today. Too. Yeah, yeah. I may have a beat on an Overwatch uh, ticket for next month if you're maybe interested in going to watch some competitive Overwatch. If I'm here, I definitely that, that too. Got to make sure you're here. So eSports continues to grow. Uh, very excited for Atlanta to have a team. I personally think they chose uh, Dallas and Atlanta and Paris, not four, because they already have Overwatch teams, but just so they can spell DAP. Then there's that. Yep. I took it there. What about NAP? New York, Atlanta, NAP is also one of them, and then TAP. <laughs> All right. Let's get later and later. That or some guy named Pat. Pat who? Don't know. Speaking of Pat, there's two new PlayStation VR bundles coming in May. I, that was a weird cutaway, but let's go. <laughs> just totally <laughs> fucking work. Just roll with it. 
Uh, so this is, uh, I'm pretty sure this is the Model 2 PlayStation VR bundle headset. Yeah, I, I, I find it increasingly difficult to, I don't see the fucking head, headphone things is what we're looking for and that's mm-hmm. built into the thing in there. And, I'm, and I do this every fucking time they announce a new model. I'm sitting there like, ah, is this the one I'm going to fucking buy? I'm like, will it take the software for you? Because you don't need the camera or any uh, move controllers or anything. I, I, I need that fucking thing that lets me run HDR. So, and I'm like, they're going to put this shit over and not get a new one and they're just going to carry it over to the PS5. I'm like, ah, I'm going to have to bite the bullet sometime. Just wait. And so I'm like, I, I, no, I didn't buy it yet. I'm just saying, yeah. I, I, this is what I do every time I look at it and I'm like, ah, is this, is this going to be the time? And I'm like, yeah, and I just keep going. I, I, I think for me, it's going to have to be a killer set of games where it comes out with like, like oh god, like I, you know I would rebuy this because the games on here are awesome. Yeah, and I get the games with it. But like, there's nothing on there that called it for me. So speaking of which, we'll get the bundles in a second. A uh, friend of the show, Charles, just got a PS4 Pro and a PlayStation VR, along with um, Firewall. So we have a complete Firewall team now. If you want to give that a go, the Rainbow Six Siege type yeah, thing. Yeah, I have a Firewall. So. Yep. And he's also going to get Farpoint if you if you want to get back into Farpoint. That and well, I I just can't do one on one, so I have to do the weird one where I turn at forty five degree angles. Oh man, dude, I was told in the story you panting and taking the headset off. Yeah. I was crying, laughing, thinking about it. Golly, I wish I can. I wish I can do. I think the problem is I'm so uh, newbie on the VR thing. If I yeah. played it more and I'll I'll become more mean to it. It's just you got to get your VR legs back. I gotta do the same. And it all and it all boils down to the fucking HDR. I just don't want to bring it out and change cables all the time. If I had the fucking HDR thing, it would work. It, but there's I bought this switch to try it out. This is what it's here for. I'm gonna try to do it. I have something set up where I can swap cables with couplers, like that thing they had on the reset area before them. But that's what I have. That's what I've been using yeah. or was using before. I was like, no, I'm too lazy to do that too. I just want something that's plug in there and standard. But yeah, it's either here or there. At some point, I'm gonna jump on these second model ones. It's just. Yep. It's going to be a price and game set on there. So uh, so the new VR bundles will hit this month. This story's from Polygon. I don't know if I mentioned that. And one's like what? Like $349 and $299, I think? One is $349. I don't see a price on the other one. I think it's only $50 difference because I think it's the, there it is. the yep, new controllers. Uh, the first bundle will include the first-person shooter Blood and Truth as well as Everybody's Golf VR, which mm-hmm. there's a demo out right now for, which mm-hmm. I want to try out. And a pair of PlayStation Move motion controllers. That launches on May 28th for $349. Um, a week later, Sony released a second bundle featuring Trover Saves the Universe and Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted. Mm-hmm. And this just comes with the headset and the camera. It does not come with the Move controllers. That's the $299 one you were mentioning. Yeah, that shit was like $249 or $199. I'm like, mm, for uh, the Saves the Universe one? Nah, I still don't think I'll have to pay $200 for Because you don't need a little camera box. and you don't need the motion controllers. Uh, you can pre-order those at Amazon, Walmart, or Best Buy, or wherever PlayStation VR bundles are sold near you. Yep. Next up, there was some Ghost Recon. I think, did we mention this in another podcast, or no. did we just talk about it on our feed? We talked about it on our feed. Remember, yeah. this was announced Friday. No. Yeah, Friday, yesterday. Do you want to go in on some uh, Ghost Recon, senor? I can. This is, uh, it seems like they took what, all right, this is from Polygon, and, it's, and here they listed it. It seems like they took what they learned from Wildlands and then applied it into this game. Um, you are fighting Shane from uh, The Walking Dead <laughs> as the main villain. Apparently, or they, the Punisher. Or the Punisher. Whichever <laughs> one you choose, whatever one you want. That's that's how it's going to be. Whichever so, lower you, you decide. To yeah. <laughs> so apparently they ended up doing some kind of special mission that made it available in Wildlands, which leads up into this game. Which, that's cool. Uh, 
That's yeah. kind of a cool crossover. You're rewarding because Wildlands was one of those games as a service games that kind of stumbled out of the gate, mm-hmm. and then they just improved and improved. So if you stayed all the way to the end and played that last DLC, it's gonna it's just gonna take you into this new game. Which I think, from what I was being described, and I, I want to say it was from Giant uh, from Beastcast, where they were saying like you you fight this uh, Shane from uh, Walking Dead, and you get in a helicopter and you crash land on this island, and boom, here you are. And this is why you got out of uh, Columbia and you're now on an island, which has uh, four different geographical regions. It's a bunch which of is different like climate zones. Jungle, yeah. forest, uh, sand, desert. Excuse me, sand. And um, was it uh, winter? Snowy peaks, mm-hmm. deserts, fjords, and even a volcano. Volcano, there you go. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing, like I uh, got a lot of co-workers that work had played it before and I think the biggest thing they noticed that they did like was the ability to sneak up on people mm-hmm. and do the takedowns is what the they stealthier said stealthier stuff what was missing from Wildlands to begin with um, I, I think that was the biggest difference they saw on there that they were I loved about. what I played at Wildlands loved it uh, this is also from the Polygon article. In Breakpoint, players will have to eat rations and stay hydrated to maintain their health and stamina mm-hmm. and you can what does that sound like to you? Metal Gear is? <laughs> Very much like Snake Eater. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and I guess um, it's uh, teams of four. It's still the same. Um, and I think that if you're just one person, you can use drones. I think that's what they're using as replacement mm-hmm. for his players. So um, that you can sync, you know, because Ghost Recon's all about stealth and synchronized mm-hmm. shooting and things like that. So it'll yeah. let you sync those shots. And it's all the ability that you can uh, build, like, camps, kind of like uh, Final Fantasy fifteen at random places so you can heal up and... And whatnot, and I think the other part of the game that all my coworkers—I don't have a really a say in this game because I never played Wildlands and I don't have an interest in it. But see the hero there. Wildlands is actually a good time. As much fun as we have with PUBG's like that type gameplay that just develops as you go, you'd have a good time with Wildlands. I'm down to play some more Wildlands mm. to be honest. I don't know. My PS4 copy is still sealed. I, I don't know. I don't have it for PlayStation. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying it for anything else. So it's. <laughs> It's just me by myself on uh, PS4. That's what me it and Mike, is. Me and Michael played a couple. We beat the Sam Fisher level. So um, I think the thing they were making fun of the most was uh, the scene where they were rubbing the mud on the on the face to do the camo, um, which was in the reveal trailer when we were all watching it. I have not watched it. And so uh, they were laughing, saying, oh, I guess we're just going to rub shit on our face. So <laughs> that's what it looked like. I mean, a lot of it was shown from the alpha of the game. So it, it, some of it, like the shadows and all that, were kind of off because it was alpha, alpha gameplay. But... Uh, He's, that's what it looked like was they were rubbing shit on their face yep. like, yeah, this, uh, this is how we're going to blend in this is uh, Ghost Recon these days yep sounds but, like sounds like more of the same with uh, maybe with a more of an emphasis on the multiplayer yeah this is definitely a continuation of the Wildlands so if you love Wildlands it seems like uh, this is going to be the one for you so it seems like they address a lot of the issues that they had on from Wildlands and they improved it in this game versus just doing another uh, year of season pass just some more content for Wildlands yeah. Uh, more information on the game is expected at E3. It's going to launch on October 4th on Xbox One, Windows mm-hmm. PC, and PlayStation Quattro. And then shortly after that announcement, then they brought out the graph with the 85 different versions and what comes with it and which one you should buy. That was the first thing that everybody started cracking out at. And it's like, mm. like, oh, do I buy the standard one? If I buy the Goat Edition, I'll get the Season Pass. But if I buy the Digital Deluxe one, I get the Season Dude, that Pass. Was, and- that was so confusing with Wildlands. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not buying it on another platform. Because it was like, 
if you buy the gold version, you get the first year season pass. Mm-hmm. But all that was was content a week ahead of somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't. They make that shit so confusing. They did it again. Destiny's bad at that too. Yeah, they just re-upped it. Why? Yeah. Why even do that? That thread was hilarious when somebody threw out that there, and people were just doing oh, like from movies and stuff, and they're like this shit again. It's like this is how you ruin a game for everybody. Just fucking come out with one version. <laughs> Please go back to that. Divide the. Divide the community. And one that doesn't need like a huge ass patch or anything. Day one. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. How crazy would that be? It's going to be like that again where you need a 30 gig update. <sighs> Sir, we've had a hell of a news segment so far. Let's wrap it up with the PlayStation State of Play show. Yep. This is, of course, the PlayStation Directs. Uh, their first one was last last month and it didn't seem to go over too well it's very uh vr heavy and there's not a lot of people that care for vr right or so public perception was that it was not that exciting i don't know if they care for vr but it seemed like a lot of people just complain because they don't want to spend the money for vr or they don't have the money for vr or it's a lot of misinformation out there because there's a lot of people saying like well i can't afford a ps4 pro and vr and some people's like you don't need a ps4 pro for vr but i keep hearing it that you need it and i'm like i i think you know they take it like it looks better on a pro but it, you don't have to have it so. right because they have to with their marketing that's yeah. just part of their thing so i think a lot of that is they need to clear up the marketing or just come out with i don't know but uh, iron man came out of that one and iron man's been getting good pre- you know it made a preview event lap mm-hmm. and did pretty well so what did we see in the um the state of play show sir the the playstation direct if you will um this one kind of goes out of order. So it all began with uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, which mm-hmm. is uh, coming out in September 6th. And I saw that they got a new uh, physical SKU for that. I'm not sure. Cool. I imagine it's probably going to be the vanilla with a DLC code for the new one. Um, that's my guess. I could be wrong. I doubt it's all fitting on one disc. The What I took from it was that it was only this. So maybe we need to do more research on that. It's a DLC expansion. Right, but I got the the way I perceived it yeah. was that it was a standalone like Shivering Isles. Like if you bought Shivering Isles, you didn't get Oblivion. Like I don't think it will come with the base game. Maybe not. We got to look into it. I thought that's what you were saying. You thought it was a combo skew. Uh, no, I think it. I think it's their way of reselling this game for fifty nine dollars because it's twenty dollars now. Gotcha. And then all that's included is that DLC because I think the DLC is like thirty nine. And it's still sixty bucks. I think all it is is the vanilla disc and then a code for the new okay. uh, so it expansion does, pack. It does include both, possibly. Right. Okay. I think they're just doing like they do with Destiny, where they throw the vanilla disc in there and then and then they take a code and all so, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, I got you. Cool. So um, after it did look good. It's not really my cup of tea. I know Michael's probably excited. I wish I wish he was on for this show. Yeah, we'll ask him about it when he gets back because I know that's something he can get more details about what's different and whatnot. Because according to this, and this is something with uh, Esquire.com, is the the packages the package. Packages. The package won't contain. Contain. Will contain. Slate, man. New armor store and story, and of course, new monsters. Um, a lot of the, what we've shown was Ice Worlds in there. Um, it does look like there was a story going on. I don't know who was going on or who belonged to. It or did whatever. look like some so, deep lore, didn't it? It did. Some some uh, ladies in there trying to figure stuff out. I, they were having a serious conversation. So and it it, it looked interesting. I'm not making fun of it. I was nope. like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm I'm on board. I don't even know what the fuck's happening. I'm like, all right, let's go. That was legit lore that I saw as well. Yeah, hey. Let's go. Um, outside of that, I can't remember. I think the next one they went into, I know this one's kind of out of order, is Away, the survival series. Mm-hmm. And that's the one where you, they show like a lot of these animals, right? I don't know. It didn't go in detail. I guess you're like a lemur. What the fuck? What the fuck were you? I just know you work your way up the food chain. 
Was that a way or was that that, uh, that other one? Oh, no, that was a way. That, that was cool way. as hell. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a skunk or something running around. Yeah, I, I didn't... You see different uh, predators and all that. It's kind of like an... When I first saw it, I was like, oh, they made another Tokyo jungle. That's um, what I was thinking. Yeah. That's the vibe I got. Yeah. But the environments and stuff were gorgeous. Yeah. And I think this one's coming on um, uh, PC as well. Uh, I think they came out and said this was a PC and PS4 uh, joint. This is what I like about these directs and these um, shows like this where you where you get new stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily... Upda- updates are great. You know, we want to hear about what's coming up next, but... When you get something that you're just totally not expecting. And outside of that, I think they went into uh, Riverbond, um, which looked a lot like 3D Dot Heroes. I agree with a lot of people out there. I, was like, I thought that was like, oh shit, it's 3D Dot Very Dot similar. Um, it's an indie dungeon crawler. Uh, it's supposed to come out this summer. Uh, it does have cat. It does have a cast from a lot of other indie games like uh, Raz and Shovel Knight and... Oh, God, I can't remember the other ones. It was, it was a lot of indie games. One of the, like, Enter the Gungeon people. I want to say the guy from Guacamelee. That was correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was in there. Uh, it always seems like the same ones that always kind of guest star in their own... They almost uh, have their own... stars yeah. yeah. Like, uh, games, like, kind of like Brawl Out or some bullshit like they're that. They're a crossover every time in all mm-hmm. the indie games. Yeah, so they went over that. That It looks it looks fine. It looks good. And after that, we got another Sony exclusive, which seems to be the Predator Hunting Grounds, which was no gameplay. It just kind of showed a um, like a movie, and that was coming out in 2020. That looked good. And that was from the <laughs> Friday the 13th team, I yep. believe, right? Yeah. So it looks like you'll be trying to... Remember the Predator mission in... Um, I played it a couple times, and the Predator wiped us up mm-hmm. in Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, this looks like a full game based off of that. I would imagine it's probably similar to the Friday the 13th where you have uh, people trying to survive in the jungle and then one person being the bad guy. One person yeah. is actually the predator. the predator. Yeah, I imagine they're following that same formula. Getting the one-shot kills. Yeah, and I'm at this point, fuck this game, fuck you Richard, and I'm turning off the console. <laughs> and trying to hide. No, fuck this game. Uh, after that, we went into some fucking medieval. This looks great. Yeah, I'm down. Um, and they finally gave us a date, October 23rd, which I think is the perfect time. Yep. I thought... That'll be a perfect Halloween game, I mean, and it's 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Can't beat that. And I thought nope. they were going to announce it. It was like, oh, we're going to get in August, and it's all October. It's like, it's a while, but I'm okay with this. Yeah. I kind of wish it was like end of September, maybe. We could have it as an October mm-hmm. Game Club game, possibly. Man, it doesn't matter how many times I see the cutscene or look at the story. The fucking legend of Sir Dan cracks me up every time. Fucking arrow in the head. Right? He's supposed to be this legendary hero of Galamir, and he's like charging up the hill with this goofy look, and he just takes the first arrow, and he's dead. Yeah. Like the lore is just totally jacked up on this guy. Yeah. He's a, he's totally not a hero. I mean, he's just a hero later on. Uh, yeah. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. And so we got our little surprise in here. They were doing teases where certain people from Square Enix uh, were retweeting uh, the state of play, and that's what right, we got. Right, saying, hey, tune in. Yeah. We got a minute and 21 second tr- Teaser of Final Fantasy VII Remake, which they promised we'll see more in E3 in June, which uh, Square Enix took over Sony's old time spot for that one, 9 p.m. Please be excited. Uh, keep my expectations tempered. <laughs> um, it looked fucking great, it by looked the way. Good. Yeah, it looks really good. That was uh, the characters we know and love. Yeah, um, I, I know there's some liberties with it. I see that the it is more of that Final Fantasy XV uh, Kingdom Hearts type yep. base battle system. Um, the real time shit. With uh, but it does look like it has a command menu where you can go into deeper options. I'm not sure how it'll play. Maybe they they'll solve that problem where you can play with different team members. Not like Final Fantasy 15 where you only play as one. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they got up their sleeve. 
So uh, it imagine looked that. gorgeous. Yeah, God, it looked good. I, if you're gonna do a game and remake it, this is the way to do it. Make it completely yeah. different. So that's my opinion. Because I'm, it, I'm starting to get, better. I'm starting to get to the point where I don't need. Um, what's the right way to put this? We're we're big on preservation. We want games to be available, and they have done a great job of making Final Fantasy VII available. You know, you can play it on Vita, PS1, PS2, PS3, PSP, Switch now, Xbox One, PC, iOS. Mm-hmm. There's tons of ways to play Final Fantasy VII. So you know, people and only one right way to play it, which is the PlayStation One dumps with the original translation. With the with with the actual shits in there, Aris, and the cuss words, Aris and, and everything, yeah, yeah. Um, not the gibberish they put in there now. Like, there's plenty of ways to play that original game. A retelling like this is perfectly fine. I think it's great. I just hope you know. Are they going to take a bunch of liberties with the story and stuff? Do you think we'll have to do, do the Don Corneo cross dressing mission? I <laughs> a lot of people want that. I. Don't know how that's gonna. Fly. Oh, that's come up. It's, it's been like a. It's like people were looking like I want this shit in HD, and it's that that mission. So, trying to find the dress and trying to end up with Cloud with Don Corneo. Yeah, I think it'll still be there. Just <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, we were talking in pre-production about the um, episodic. They they're still promising that it's gonna be episodic. Yeah, I'm okay with that. How do you feel like that's gonna break down? Um, I. Well, we, we talked about this earlier that maybe it would be breaking down by disc, but I don't see that because I think the way the game was programmed, I think that's like you said, disc one is very uh, heavy. So I can totally see uh, once we get off of uh, Midgar, that motorcycle scene on the highway. Midgar would be a big chapter. That would be a mm-hmm. huge first opening. That also explain why we're seeing a lot of Midgar in here. Except for that flashback with the uh, cloud and Sephiroth, that was a flashback when they first met in there, right? I don't think that seemed right in the game. Um, he's speaking to him in the Mako reactor, but I don't know if that clip is from that or not. Because we've not seen anything past the intro to that game. That would be news to me. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I guess. That's a good story. They've got a lot that they can pull from. So, depending on if they want to flesh out, like pull in Crisis Core stuff and flesh out Zack or what exactly they want to do with it. Yeah, I saw they mentioned that at some point they want to revisit getting Crisis Core out. I don't know. I don't know what their plans are. I guess we'll... I'm not going to be super, you know, expecting a lot at E3, but maybe they'll um, they'll do like a roadmap or something like that about what they plan to do here. Please be excited. I think it's a good opportunity to incorporate bit, the best bits of that compilation of Final Fantasy VII. Like, people didn't really like Dirge of Cerberus. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do a mission or two out of that to, to have in the story, or do you think they just keep it straight Final Fantasy VII? I would imagine they keep it straight Final Fantasy VII. No I don't think it would be wise for them to mix in other stuff in there and change it. Because if it doesn't do well, then you're going to besmirch the name. It's kind of like you just got the blueprint you just need to follow and just kind of expand upon it slightly. Yeah. That's my opinion, but you never know. We'll yeah. see. It looks gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Medieval looked good, too. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yeah, Medieval looks great, too, as well. And they're quick to say, you know, it's like... On their screenshots and stuff, it always says, Capture it on PS4 Pro. So they let you know. Yeah. This is the best way it can look. All right, amigo. Rocket and rolling. Games played. We're an hour and six minutes in. Oof. I have not played that many games, so I can... Uh, do you want me to start us off? That or I can start us off and you can ease us out. Let's do it. All right. Go, go to it, sir. So, um, I, this is... Uh, 
previously in the conversation I had earlier about uh, games dropping them down to twenty dollars, and I'm mm-hmm. purchase. Uh, this was my purchase on that list was the occupation. Now I'm always excited by just like with uh, shows and announcements and stuff with stuff that's left field. Like mm-hmm. you wrote this down, I have no clue what this is. I'm excited to I'm excited to hear what what the occupation is. This might be up your alley because uh, I haven't gotten that far into it. I think I'm in the second part. It's, All right, uh, that's that's definitely my kind of game. Don't go too far into yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. That's it. That's the game. Sold. Yeah, the occupation. I'll get two copies. Hey, twenty dollars. Get them in there. It's still cheaper than the regular price. Um. This one, it's uh, I'm trying to follow along. It takes place in the 1980s in Britain, where they have a lot of um, it's some kind of act of trying to get past. I'm not familiar with British politics, okay. So this is kind of new on there. It does have some history mixed in there, and it does have some neat music in the background. So it does play a lot of like British pop, like at the time where we had uh, those takeover bands from like a London falling, you know, and all that. Uh, the, clash. the Clash, yeah, mm-hmm. those type of songs were in there. So it is a walking simulator, okay. Um, Which I've realized that I love. Yes. So you you play as this person, and I think uh, you get the page pulled up. I think her name is it Caroline. Uh, development story. I'm on the Wikipedia page. There's not a whole lot of details. Yeah, it seems like not a lot of people cover it every time I read on there. The game takes place in a single government building in real time yeah. over four hours. The game advances with or without input from the player, but almost all in-game actions can affect the game story. Holy I've, shit. Yeah, I've noticed that because on there there's a... So the part I played in there, you're having an argument with, uh, it seems like, her spouse. Um, they all work for this government building. Uh, they're arguing about something. It's very confusing because they're out there like, well, what about the kids? And I made this decision, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of goes, I don't know if it goes back to the past of what happened. So you have this mechanic where you're playing her. She's out on the balcony. She's smoking. She's kind of sneaking in. So I guess the way they have it, even though she technically works there, um, they shut down the building and they don't have anybody in there. So, um, since so she's out there smoking, she's like, she makes a comment like, oh, they always leave the window open. So she crawls in there. She has this little piece of paper about what she wants to do. So there are some files on the server that you got to copy to a disk. And that's, this is the first part of it. Mm. And so it does play an aspect on there. So it's only four hours of this person's day. Um, there is an, in the UI, it does bring up a watch. So you do keep track of it. It does keep track. I think it's only, they expect you only play for four hours. <laughs> It says so, it keeps. It says yeah. it keeps going whether you do anything or not. Yeah, you can just sit there in the room and it just it'll proceed to the next day. But um, basically, I, I'm in there and I'm sneaking around, and they got some. And it's it's very. There's a lot to do in there, so it's not like a. It's not like where some of the walking simulators where they kind of just point you to one direction. And you just follow the story going there. Right. So I'm in here. There's I got to sneak into this office so I can get access to this floppy drive so I can copy it off the server downstairs. Um, so, but there's many ways to get into the office. You can get a key card or you can flip the breaker and turn off the fuse box and unlock the doors or, um, go through vents through the janitor's office and get into the office. There's many different ways to do stuff. Um, is it open-ended? Like you decide what you want to do? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. This so, looks cool as hell. So how did you hear about this? Uh, I don't know. I just, I, it was on my list and I, I, finally, I saw it finally dropped down to $20 physical and I was like, all right, all right, I'll give it a whirl. $20 is always usually my buy price and... Um, I didn't even know it was a walking simulator until I, I bought it. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let me try it. And I heard the story was very good. Um, so in that part where I... What review is this? This review says, beautiful. An, a actual video game. A actual video game, finally. <laughs> like my uh, tweet about, finally, a sequel to Star Wars. Tension is in the time limit is the next one. So the time, the four-hour time is like huge. 
Yeah, it's it's a big thing. I don't I don't think it's That's bad. Awesome, man. This is such a cool concept. So I'm in the I go down there and you go down to the office. Um, you have this piece of paper. She breaks down what you need to do as you you experience stuff. So you get little dossiers and stuff like that. You crumpled up uh, papers in the trash can that tells you the story, like what you're doing. You and put what, the pieces and, together. Right, and then she writes it down on like this cheat sheet. So like, okay, get the floppy disk from uh, her husband's office. The server's in so-and-so's office. Mm-hmm. If I don't remember the code, the code's in my office. So you got to go in there and you got to kind of poke around and look at stuff and find the codes. And, and so I got everything backed up and then it got to the point where the security guards are kind of like, okay, you know, why are all these doors open and everything? And they start looking for you. So I gather I'm supposed to, the whole point, she's not supposed to be seen. She's supposed to copy the and upload these files to the server. I fucked up. That's where the stealth part comes in? Yeah, I fucked okay. up and I got caught. And I was like, okay, not a big deal. It'll just um, restart the, you know, restart over and I'll continue. They nope, they fucking went on to the next day. And I'm like, oh my God, I totally fucked it up. Because some, like, some dude talks to you like you're fucking uh, high school, like a principal. Like, I like, I know you work here, blah, blah, blah. But I'm very disappointed in you. I'm going to have to write this down and report it. And then just lets you go. I'm like, what? no, I can't end it like this. I have to start over again. Because, like, it, when it saved, it still saved that point where I completed Cause the next part I'm like in the like in the sewers. Um, I'm not sure why I'm down there, but I'm trying to figure it out. The next part. Did you not want it to just keep going on that on that strand you were on or whatever I, that timeline? I, I feel dirty. I feel like I want to escape. I was like, I I want to escape. I think, I'm assuming there's like multiple endings and everything. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what it is too. I think there's two mainly main endings, and there's one based off the trophy list. There's two endings, and there's one where you can view both at the same time. If a player is caught doing something they should not, they are taken to a security office and lose 15 minutes of game time, which shortens the time available to achieve the main aim of the game, obtaining knowledge. Yeah. I'm, Did I'm, you know you lost the 15 minutes? I've lost knowledge. <laughs> I know it now. I well, The plot when sounds I, crazy. Well, when I went in there, I didn't check my watch. So yeah. I, I'm like, I, when I first started, I was like, why the fuck I keep looking check, doing my watch? I don't get it. And there's bullshit in there. Like, um, there's a safe. You can find vinyl records in there, right? That has some of the 80s music that's being played in there. And I've noticed, like, in, there was some bullshit part in there where I, I was like, I got the code for the, the safe. And I was like, cool. I'll put the code in there. And um, and it, it fucking... Um, it's like, it's a timer for the safe to open, like two minutes away. Everything's time-based. I'm like, what the How hell? How are you supposed to do that? So, well, I mean, it opens no matter what. It just gives you two minutes. So it's like, you can either wait there in two, for two minutes and waste two minutes for the right. safe to open. Or you can just like, okay, I set the thing. Let me go fuck around a little bit. And then time just remember to the come tension. back to it. Yeah. Just like that review said. So That's I, cool as hell. I don't think it locks back. I don't know. Because I came back and I just opened it up. But, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going with it. Because I'm like, yeah, you know. I've been trying to find some kind of walking simulator to go in there, and it's different. So. You're playing this on PS4, you said? Yeah, I think it's PS4 physical, uh, and then it's digital on Xbox and PC, if I'm not mistaken. You can correct me if you find otherwise. Uh, I see it on Humble on Steam. It's 30 bucks on Steam, so 10 physical is not bad. No, I did 20 physical. 20 physical, that's what yeah, I meant. Man. Not bad at all. Yeah, I think it finally dropped. Yeah, fuck it, let's go. Uh, the next one. That game sounds cool as shit, sir. Yeah, I'll, I'll finish it. Play up. some yeah. more of that and let us know how it yeah. uh, how it wraps up. Time is the enemy. It's almost like time cop. Um, <laughs> if that makes any sense to anybody, it does. So the next one I paid, I played. I paid. Oh, it's late, guys. I apologize. It's late. I, I keep forgetting my L's and my A's and my Y's. Um. So the next one I played is a uh, James Bond code name Robocod. Oh my god! You ever played James Bond games? This was uh, that Genesis series, wasn't it? I think I had one on Game Boy. 
Genesis. This thing was on Genesis, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, um, DS, maybe even Game Boy Color, uh, PS2. There's PS1. a PS2 one? Yeah, the PS2 one actually has updated graphics on there. He's like a frog or something, isn't he? Like a tadpole. Like goldfish. Thing. Goldfish. Yeah, this one is, um, it always seems like it takes uh, spoofs from everything. That, this the, the whole RoboCop thing is from like RoboCop. Mm-hmm. It has like the RoboCop's upper torso body in this one. So, um, I would you playing this on first off? Uh, it came out on Switch. I was like, <laughs> all right, let's go. Because I, I, there was a time where I lived in Germany and I had a, uh, I had a, we had a PC when we were there. I don't remember. It might have been just the Packard before. It was a Packard Bell before Hillwood. He would bought them, and now another Hewitt Packard. But, right. Um, a friend of mine from school gave me a 3.5 inch floppy, and it had this game on there. Randy's fun. I just remember playing this when I was a kid. It is a platformer game. Um, it plays a goldfish. It is um in the beginning. It seems very easy. You're Going around, it's like the, the beginning of this game, you're like in uh, the North Pole, going through Santa's workshop, gathering toys. Um, what the hell? Yeah, I don't remember the penguins in there. It's like they're trying to replace these penguins with bombs around. I, if I remember the story correctly, it's been a while, and I don't remember going, I don't remember seeing a cutscene for it when I started it up, because it just, when I started, it just threw me right in the game. So, mm-hmm. but I knew what was going on. So you have the Santa's workshop, and it has a door, and each door takes you to like a different world, and there you save different elves that are tied up. So the mechanics on there, it is a platformer. Um, it, it's very, uh, he moves like a goldfish. It's very slippery. He's all across the screen. So it reminds me a lot like a Commander King with the layout where you have different multi-layers and you have to collect stuff and you have enemies kind of just going across the screen. It, I like Commander King. Um, I, I don't think it's as, it, Commander King is a little bit better in my opinion, but it's neither here or there. Just, it's similar to it. It is a platformer. So it does get very uh, difficult later on. So in the beginning, you, you'll play and it's like, eh, it's all right. And you get the... Um, the toys and and whatnot, and you get this weird stretch ability where he stretches up. So it's like it's weird because he stretches up and he can grab the ceiling. And if he grabs the ceiling, you're able to move across different platforms. So um, it does get a lot of fucking harder, and the game goes on later on a lot harder in speed and all that speed runs. It actually gets very satisfying. So when it gets when you get more accustomed to the game, it is a, it's, it's it's very good. I do remember the boss battles. There's like there's some that you fight these giant um, like bears and toys and stuff like that you gotta jump on and they're, they're very memorable but yeah I remember this when I was a kid and it was something I saw and I was like yeah finally it's like when I saw fucking Commander Keen on Switch yeah. I'm like yeah I'm fucking buying this I see that uh, so, I see on Wikipedia the Santa's workshop thing yeah this game has been released on every fucking thing ever made Amiga Atari ST Genesis Commodore 64 Game Boy Amiga AGA CD32 MS-DOS Super Nintendo Game Gear Master System Acorn Archimedes Game Boy Advance PlayStation Nintendo DS PlayStation 2 and PSN and now Nintendo Switch yep crazy I don't know it doesn't how is it on PS2 the PS2 one looks very good this does not look like the PS2 one um this one's weird because it has some weird um sizing issues it looks like it's so far away is it uh, scaled wrong? It seems like it. It seems like they'll have to patch it and fix it. Um, but it does not look like the the graphical like it, if you look at the look at the Super Nintendo one and then look at the PS2 one is a big difference graphically. Uh, super big. Um, so I seems like this one is more of a direct port of the Super Nintendo one. If I'm in maybe in my opinion the, between the scaling. Yeah, from what I've seen in there, it, it, it runs fine. It, it runs good. Uh, I'll go through it. I mean, I got, I got through four levels in there. A lot of us just uh, rescuing fucking elves. Just you tied remember? Up. 
Yeah, and like is each your one, is your memory making it go through? Mm-hmm. And as you, I mean, it's not difficult. So it's like you just go around, you find the elves, and you try to uh, avoid the enemies. So <laughs> Super James Pond. Yeah, like there's vehicles in there. Thank you for bringing that up. There's vehicles in there. So like in the very first vehicle you get in there's like a like a car, um, like he's like a race car. There's mm-hmm. some weird ones where he's in a bathtub with bath soaps. So it there's looks so much going on. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's pretty fucking good, surprisingly. <laughs> Kind of looks like Mega Man. I played the one on Game Boy, so all this is unfamiliar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And only briefly. Monochrome. You played on Game Boy. Like, what the fuck is this shit? What am I looking at? Yeah. Mm, I'm back to Mario. I'm Super Mario Land 2 again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I thought it was a, like a tadpole or something. Yeah. Finally, Super Mario Land 2 with a fish. Let's go. (laughs) Game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, fuck this game. Um, Yeah, I'll keep going with it. So... The, the next one I decided to pick up was, uh, I've been playing a lot of Trails in the Sky. I'll get onto that later on. But uh, I did fire up. I did have a physical and digital copy of Mortal Kombat on there. This is what I'm playing on there. Which cool. surprisingly looks like Duty Hole on there. Like They ported, I think, was the PS3 and 360 one. This is the one they rebooted. So this is the one where they, and I played a little bit of it. And this is, uh, I thought about going straight into uh, 11. But I was like, ah, I might do this 9, 10, 11. I think you need to do those, at least the story mode of 9, yeah. 10, 11. So I'm, I'm going through 9 right now, and that's where it starts off where um, all everybody from the Earth Realm was defeated by Shao Kahn. They're all killed. Uh, Raiding is about to be killed, and he sends the future to his past self. <laughs> Here so we go. He like records everything. He's like, all right, me in the past... This is what's going to fucking happen and sends it to the past. And it's the very first Mortal Kombat. So this changes everything. Right. So he, this is the one where he sees what happens and he's like, he starts like fucking with the Lord. It's yeah. like a retelling reboot. I think it's a retelling with the first three games, I believe. And yep. that's what they're saying on there. So what are you playing on this one again? Vita. Vita. Gotcha. Yeah. So how yeah. does it play? It runs I, like 30 frames. It does not look good though. Well. Yeah. It doesn't look good, but the, the cutscenes look fine. Solid. Cutscenes look great, but when it gets down to them, it's like, you gotta just pop it in there. It's it's funny because like Johnny Cage's face is all weird, and you know, it's like it's like oh man, they, all right. I may pop this in. This may be my intro to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but it, it plays fine. It plays well. You start out as a uh, Johnny Cage, and he's in there, and he's he's like joking around, like ah, I'm a movie star, and this is all special effects, right? And he's like fighting people. He's like yeah, great costume, reptile. That looks real. You should talk to my guy. Oh, and, he, man. and he beats him, and then he goes to Barack. It's like whoa, those. Those uh, swords that come out of your arm, man, that looks realistic. And he beats him, and Cheng Sung's like, finish him. He's like, whoa, 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 I didn't come here to kill anybody. He's like, totally somebody who does not know what the fuck he got himself into. And is constantly hitting on uh, Sonya Blade the whole time. So Excellent. it's like, yeah, it's, it's classic Johnny uh, Cage uh, a comic relief where Sonya Blade's like, yeah, I don't need your fucking help. Get, a, get away from me. I got more important <laughs> things to worry about. I'm trying to save my teammate, Jax. You know, like, get out of here, you, you noob. So you're doing nine on Vita, you're going to do ten on. PS4? Yes. And then 11 on PS4? Yeah, story I, that's mode. the plan. I, that'll probably give me 20 hours of story yeah. to go through. So. I hear that's a good story. Yeah, it's, I hear it's like crazy, crazy fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was like, yeah, you know, fuck it, let's do it. So, but I won't go into much details. I'll, I'll update it as we go through because that's something I've been doing in between on my Vita since I've been playing a lot of my Vita. Uh, God bless uh, playoff basketball. I'm charging mine. I'm going to be playing some Final Fantasy 10. There we go. I yeah, will report on it next on week. 
I'll take pictures of you logged on on uh, Final Fantasy X. You'll you take will. pictures of me logged on whatever game I'm on. Yes. But surprisingly, you know, when I play a PSP game, it shows I'm logged in playing that PSP game. I was like, really? Oh, I didn't know it did that on the Vita. So, but I was like, all right, cool. It shows me on the Vita playing Trails in the Sky. I was like, cool. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I wonder if this carry over is in it my journey. Is it because they're a digital one? Yeah, I think so. Because you that know, makes sense. Yeah. We never. Had, I don't think you had online like that on the PSP where it showed mm-hmm. what people were playing. That's something they must have done as a quality life update on that. If you're on PSP online playing something, mm-hmm. will it show it on PS3 maybe? No. I don't think so either. No. I don't even think it showed it to other people playing PSP games. Yeah. That was just strictly multiplayer, kind of like PS2. Remember when they... Uh... Fuck these Microsoft stuff. <laughs> They're garbage. Oh my god, it's only 320. Whatever, fuck this thing. It's, It'll it, pick back up. Yeah, it'll be fine. But, um... Yeah, so the next one I did and played in was uh, Tetris 99. I saw they did the announcement about the $10. Uh, you know what? Oh, yeah. So some money. my biggest complaint was this was an online component. It's free. I didn't give a fuck about this game because I'm like, at some point, they'll just pull the plug and it'll go away forever. Yeah. I saw that you can play this offline for $10. I was like, all right, this is my jumping point. I went immediately as soon as I saw it. I paid the $10 so I can get the quote unquote 98 versus 98 training mode mm-hmm. and marathon mode and i played some of that i played that while i was watching some basketball um surprisingly i 100 percent suck not as bad as i thought i was because i was getting 20s and 19s not as good as some people throwing up winning first place i'm like how the fuck you do that i don't know i like i've, I've gotten top 10 a couple times but i've never it. gotten top 10 because i usually get paired up really? with somebody who is like constantly filling up my thing where i see death coming they're just sniping it, you and it, well, it's like red it's like hey you're gonna get five levels mm-hmm. and it's like I'm like down here with like three lines filled and I'm already blinking red. I haven't even got anything like up to that thing because it's like it's coming. So it's already blinking like what I'm like, Sandra, what the fuck you want me to do? There's only three lines for me to clear. So how am I going to get out this hole? I need to play that. So again. I get out. I clear those three lines. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm good. And then that, whatever they have paired up for me goes instantly up and I died instantly. So I'm like, there's nothing I could do. It's like, I don't get it. So but, how does the training mode work? Like, does it walk you through how to play, how to snipe, all that? No, kind of stuff? it's it's literally you just play the CPU ninety eight times. Oh, which still hands me my ass, but it is what it is. But how I, far I, do you get in that? Um, I, a lot further than I do on the online. So I'm top ten on that one at least. Right. Yeah, it just seemed like they're murder machines, like they were uh, real people online. We just have to play. We have to play the actual Tetris ninety nine when overseas goes to sleep. <laughs> yes, when those players are not online. When yeah. Because like, they're god tier. Yeah, the magic number is like fucking five fifteen a.m. in the morning. Yep. U.S. That's when you can get on. Yeah, when I get on there, find that sweet spot. I, yeah, I gotta get going there where like where I'm the the king of the Tetris hill. So I, I put maybe like an hour in that, just trying out that new mode. I'm I'll I'll jump on the tournament, and try to get that GBA skin, which I think is like a hundred points or well, I don't know what the fuck how, how many hundred points. Yeah, I, I saw there. that too. Like, how do you earn that? I think you gotta get so many levels or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody, if somebody can explain it to us, that'd be great. Um, Let us know. Nofodcast at gmail.com. I will probably do what I normally do is type in those keywords into YouTube and hope that somebody will explain that to me properly. Somebody out there is doing God's work and giving you a video guide. That way I don't sit here fumbling in the dark uh, for however long that tournament is and I don't get it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I sat there for four hours trying to do it and it's like, yeah, you should have did this way, stupid. And I'm like, ah, oh, great. You could have taught me that. Yeah. We could have avoided all this. Son of a bitch. But outside of that, I did, um, they, GameStop's been doing those sales here and there where they, uh, been doing a lot of their old consoles. Um, they did do a Wii one this week and I decided, well, let me get another Wii Mini. Yeah. Um, like now which, it. no, which one specifically is the Wii Mini? The little Wii. The little Wii. It's the, the red one. It's the red one. It looks With like the something. Pop that, top. 
Yeah, it looks like something comes out of a fucking Mario game, probably. It looks like it could be a block from a Mario game. I think it shipped with uh, I got the box in there somewhere. I think it shipped with Mario Kart. I believe it did. Yeah. Yep. Um, I do like this one better. I just securely hold my disc a lot better. I'm yep. a little bit more comfortable with it. Um, than the, it's uh, a top loader. Yep. It's not a uh, slot loader. God bless the PS3 Super Slim and the PS2 Slim. I want the PS3 Super Super Slim. I do not have one of those. It does the same. Um, we never got one on the Xbox, ever. But, neither here nor there. Xbox has never had one, have you? Nope. Hmm. Maybe the next box will be a pop-top. Oh, God. Did you read... And I'm already going off key, but we'll come back to uh, what I'm talking about okay. here. Uh, what I'm setting up, too. The low Wii. So, the Xbox... If you went to Best Buy, and I forgot to send you a link to it. If you went to Best Buy and you went to the Xbox One Sat Edition, somebody was asking questions on there. It's like, and it's like my fucking question on there. I, I was like, I know somebody's gonna ask it. My fucking question is on there. What do I do if I have a data cap? And then the Microsoft person is like, this console is not for you. Buy the one with the disc. They straight up said, <laughs> yeah. They didn't even dance around and like, yeah, you da da da. They said this console's not for you. Buy the one with the disc. They wow. straight said it. There. That's going right back to the Don Matrick thing when they announced the Xbox One mm-hmm. and it was always going to be online. They were like, "What? What? What do customers do that uh, that can't be online twenty four 7 He's yeah. like, "We have a product for that. It's called Xbox three sixty. Yeah. So somebody Damn. from Microsoft answered that. I mean, they're just being honest. It's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's nothing that you can do. I, I mean, we all read the article from uh, Phil Harrison when they talk about Google strategy and data caps were. They didn't have an answer for that either. They just hope that the demand of people using all these products that it will force ISPs to increase the data, data caps. That's all they're going to have to do. So it's basically going to be people complaining like, hey, I keep hitting my data caps and they're seeing everybody hitting their data caps. So like, all right, maybe we should probably raise these. The problem is when people hit data caps, they make more money. Yeah. The companies do, that is. Yep. But then there's not much competition out there. So it's not like I can fucking get Google Fiber in my area you know yep. if I could I, I would there's no data caps I don't have to pay extra to to increase my data cap or anything like that so Russell has AT&T fiber we need to ask him what he thinks about it um does he have AT&T fiber mm-hmm. I know they have a data cap I don't know how bad it is though I need to ask him was, see if he know. knows yeah um I, I know there is one though because I've looked into it I was like ah oh, but they do have one I don't think it's as um strenuous as Comcast though he's close to you too so maybe Oh, no, they offer in that neighborhood. You do have yeah. AT&T oh, yeah, yeah, fiber, yeah, yeah, possibly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, Might be worth looking into. It, I, Yeah, I thought about it, and I looked into it. I know it doesn't have a data cap. I don't remember how, how much it was. Ah. Yeah. So, I, and that could have changed. I mean, that was when I looked into it was years ago. Back to the tales of the little Wii. So, the whole point of this is, and what I'm getting to, is um, I have a lot of my Wii games in storage. I don't have anything out in the open to play. So, I've had it for a couple of days, and I was like, uh, let me get something... I uh, went to GameStop. I still haven't got Kirby Return to Dreamland, so that was on my hmm. list of things to add that I had left over on my list. I got a list of games where I need to get back in the back catalog. That one for stayed very expensive, $49 used for a while. It never became one of their greatest hits or anything. Right. It was one of their their last Wii games, if I'm not mistaken. Not the last one, but it was in their final batches, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe the last year, the year before. I can't remember when it came out. So I ended up picking up, it was actually $39 at GameStop. I popped it in there and I played the first world. Um, I bought it at Kmart, so I don't remember. It says it came out in 2011. So it's later, but it's not like super, Yeah, because when did Wii U came out, 2012? Yep. Yeah. It, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking 2013, 2014, like the PS4. Yeah, it's still it's still holding value. It's still pretty expensive. Yeah, how much is it on uh, eBay? Uh, that was less than you paid on yours. <laughs> 
I was trying not to call attention to it. Oh shit! All right. Uh, it looks like it's twenty three, twenty five ish. You got it for thirty two. You got it for thirty two. You didn't have to risk. What's it gonna look like? Yeah. It looks like the values dropped pretty good. That makes me feel better because I can buy a copy. To, mine's still sealed for some mm -hmm. reason. Are you playing it multiplayer or is it just you? No, it's just me. Single yeah. player. Um, I, I got everything hooked up. I have my Wii Mini uh, hooked up composite, which we have uh, graciously reminded me that it does not work in component because it doesn't have the component output, which will not support the HDMI component either. No, no component, if I remember right. And uh, no GameCube support, obviously, and no online. Like, right. I don't even think you can go online. To, nope. Yeah. Nope. I think if it has to do with system updated, did whatever it was on disk. No eShop. Nope. When I powered it up, it is um, a me channel, a manual, digital manual, and the disc oh. channel. That's it. That's it. That's yep. all you have. That's it. So the interface is different? I don't think I ever hooked no, mine up. No, it is the same. It's the same it's thing. The same. It's just it's those just, two squares. It's just those two squares. Yep. That's it. Gotcha. So I fired it up. I played on there. It doesn't look that bad on my TV uh, through composite. It's just very blurry like right. most, most things are, but it's stretched out to 4K either way. Um... Yeah, I played the first world, and this one, um, it's different. Uh, you go through it, and it kind of, that first world I played, it kind of shows these signs like, hey, you got to jump here, fly here, mm -hmm. swallow here, spit out here. Uh, I did notice there's a mechanic in there where you can swallow uh, larger items. Okay. So you have to shape the Wiimote to suck in, like, um, iron if, blocks. If the enemy's or, larger or than larger you. larger than you, and then he'll, he'll, uh, you'll get them. So, um, it's a cool concept. And you're looking for these three gears throughout the level. So as you go through there, you, you get a, like a you'll get a special enemy. Like there's a sword. Uh, there's a one of the sword guys in there. I forgot the name of the sword knight. It might be a knight. Meta knight. Um, met, not meta knight. It's like the basic green ones. Um, there's like a giant version of him. So you suck him in there and, and you get these big powers. So like you get a giant sword and you're going through and you're you're like we're ripping up the land. So when you get that to that changes up the formula. That's cool. Yeah, when you get to the end, you rip up the land. It does a, a riff in space, and you go in there. It's like a whole other level, which is uh, reminiscent of. Um, it's like a, you got to run to the end before it, the level pushes you off and kills you type okay. of thing. And once you do, you fight a boss. So like a moving level, like yeah, Mario like, Brothers. Right. Cool. Uh, then you got to fight a boss, and he gives you the final two gears, and then I got out of the level. And that's just all in the first level. So I, I'm not sure what else is happening, and I'm, I'm about to go into the second level. I just played a little bit just to get a feel of it and um I, I do like the Wii Mini I do like it a lot it's uh, such a cool looking console it's kind of kind of sucks that it strips so many features out I mean the Wii wasn't an expensive machine to make anyways it was a game it was an overclocked GameCube and I think that's why I didn't buy day one because it was still $100 and I was like you don't get a lot I mean you did get a game but it's like the game already had I was like uh, good game did it come with a motion plus it did yeah did yours when you got it yeah because cool. it says on the box with Motion Plus. I oh, that's they, good. I think they put it on the boxes to make sure they come with the Motion yep. Plus. Because I've got that one and I've got the red nunchuck too. Yeah. Very cool. But I've always, I've never played this Kirby game. This is something I'd like to play. If you want to do co-op, bring it over. I'd, I'd like to play it. Yeah, I'll bring it over. That's fine. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, it's not like I got far with it. So right, I'm down. I'm down to play some Kirby. Just there's no way I can carry my save over. Totally <laughs> fucked. Just bring, just bring your disc. Uh, just bring my Wii Mini, my little Wii. That's why we got it. That's why it's little. I'll pop it into something we can actually capture. Actually, we can co capture composite, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> With no issues. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Got that for days. Um, and my final game is just a slight update. I'm not going to go into details anymore about it because we've been talking about it for the last several weeks. And 
It is Trails in the Sky, uh, the first chapter. I'm at the very end of the game. I'm in the final area, which is Grincel, which is the capital. Um, the mystery further uh, um, thickens as I go through, and you learn that you have to meet. You, um, there's a professor who made the orbiments, which I talked about last week. He wants you to meet the queen and give her an update of what's going on with the, the area. Mm-hmm. You find out that these people that you thought were on your side and an intelligent and the intelligence division is running all the shadiness in the background so you have to get to the queen and let her know but then you find out that she has been telling the people that she's been sick and hasn't been seen in public for weeks and it's all because of this intelligence division they're controlling everything behind the scenes and you're trying to figure out a way to go into this castle to get with the queen and continue your mission so that's where i'm at right now so i'm, I'm going through a part where i am in a where it seems like the generic RPG thing where you always find an area where you're in a Coliseum and you're fighting in a Coliseum battle, which doesn't do it a lot in Final Fantasy, but it does on a lot of JRPGs that I played on the PlayStation. Where okay. It always ends up in a Coliseum. Every Tales game did. For me. Kingdom Hearts does too, right? Uh, yep, yep. There's always a Hercules Coliseum where you're doing these uh, random uh, battles over. So it, this is a trope that With is James often Woods. on there. Um, it is incorporating the story. So you, if you win this uh, tournament, you get a invited to a dinner. And at the castle, and their plan is to get invited to this dinner so they can sneak off and find the queen. So uh, hopefully by the time I update it next week, it will be that the game is completed and I can actually move on to the second chapter. So That'd be cool. So I can actually play something I haven't played before, before this fucking Trails of Cold Steel Dulce comes out, which they keep pushing back, So which is fine by me. You said it's June, right? June 4th, I think it's the last one. I got the email from Amazon again. It's like, hey, we sent you that email that was June 4th. Hey, here's another email saying, like, we didn't ship this shit yet. We don't know when it's coming out, but you're going to get it. But if you don't like it, then you can just return it once we ship it to you. Amazon's weird. It's better than Best Buy. Best Buy fucking straight canceled my uh, Walking Dead Season 4 because uh, when that whole shit with Tall Tell Tall Tall went down, and um, before we knew Skybound saved that series, I had pre ordered this on the GCU. And they were like, yeah, we, we just canceled your thing because we don't have a date on it. And then they just a month later popped it back in there with the new SKU on there with the that sk- uh, Skybound. And that sucks. So I, uh, Best Buy is quick to fuck you over on that with their games. Um, Amazon at least say, hey, like we don't know when this fucking coming out. Um, just deal with it. Unless it's an official cancellation from the publisher. So, But that's everything I played this week. How about you, sir? Uh, my games played is very, very minimal. I'm glad you carried us. And also news carried us. Uh, I'm still on a PS2 kick. I popped in a couple PS2 games that I've either never played or have not played in a while. One of those being uh, probably the one I, I played the most was Bully. I've never played Bully. I remember selling it on PS2, and I've got it for Wii and 360. But um, if you do you have an experience with Bully, sir? I've only gotten past in the beginning where your stepfather is driving you to this academy and exactly you are what I did. basically cussing him out and the mother's like, deal with it. We're going to be gone for a year. Yep. Um, I'm finally happy to be married again or whatever was going on in life. It's They're a, going on a honeymoon for a year. Yeah. And a, like a, what was it? A cruise or a vacation around the world or some shit like that. Yep. She was super excited about it. And it's, it's so like dropping little Jimmy off at a Bullworth yep. Academy. You know, my dad. Uh, it's a very rock star game. The satire's there. Uh, he doesn't seem like a bully so far. Maybe I'm not far enough into it, but he doesn't take any shit from anybody, but he's not like, you know, you know what a bully is, you know? Yeah. He's not that character yet. Maybe he'll become that, but uh, 
It's got that Rockstar satire and formula to it, and it's gorgeous. I couldn't believe how good it looked. I was playing it on PS2 composite non-480p. I can't remember if that's a progressive scan game or not, but I was just playing mm. on a 480i TV, and it looked amazing. Uh, controls well. Looks pretty cool. I don't know if I'll go back to it or not, but uh, it definitely has that Rockstar feel. Uh, also popped in some Hot Shots Golf 4. 4, of course, being spelled out F-O-R-E, the golf term, instead of 4, the number. But it's also, coincidentally, the fourth of the Hot Shots games. hi -o. I sent you a video of this. Uh, I was playing against Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. I'm mm -hmm. trying to unlock him. And I've played this course three times and have yet to beat him. It's a it's a match play game, and yeah. I can't get ahead of him. Beats your ass every time. He's good. He's so fucking good. I think I need to get back into like the tournament mode and just play some regular yeah. Hot Shots. I can't putt for shit in Hot Shots. I can't putt for shit in real life, so there we go. It's fitting, right? Yeah. Putting in real life super hard. You remember uh, well, friend of the show Andrew? He's a beast at putting. He can like read a hot shot screen like mm -hmm. nobody's business. He'll sink it from anywhere. And Ratchet, man, he just he's stronger than me somehow. Mm -hmm. I've got an entry level character anyways, but I cannot uh, I cannot unlock him. He's kicking my ass. Uh, the other PS2 game I popped in. Uh, I was on. We were on the Star Wars kick after talking about it last week. I played some Star Wars Battlefront. Now, previously, I'd played it on PC. Um, I don't like the stretched image that it gives me. And honestly, this is one of those instances where the console version, you know, I just pop it in. It already has controller support. It's easy to play. Mm -hmm. It doesn't load as fast as the Xbox one, but um, the whole gameplay is there. It's still the same game. No screen tearing or anything crazy. I loved these original Battlefront games. Uh, specifically the first one, but... Uh, had a blast with that. They'll start a war between the first one and the second one between people. Uh, there's a lot of people that like the second one for some reason. Those no, that's what I'm wrong, saying. There's there's a lot of people fucking argue about that. And I'm like, oh god, just delete thread. Get away. Yeah. Everybody has their preference. Lock what thread. the fuck you Lock want. Lock thread. Yeah. I'm tired of fucking people complaining. Like, but my opinion. I'm like, oh god, just you know, you like your thing. You like your thing. Hear just, me now. Just go your separate ways like we used to back in the past. Uh, those are my three PS2 games I played, sir. I popped in a couple other things like Burnout. Um, I tried to play Ratchet and Clank. I think Ratchet and Clank is incompatible with the PS2 I was playing. I meant to look up a list for that series. It's kind of a later Slim series, mm -hmm. and I think there's a there's a compatibility list issue with certain titles. But uh, that's it for me. All the games played. Nailed it. Not many games. Yeah. I haven't even been watching any baseball. The Braves are on the West Coast, so I'm going to sleep early. We've been, been busy getting ready for Mother's Day stuff and things like that. I've been so. watching nonstop playoff basketball, like almost every game. That was thunder, and I hope that picked up on the microphone. It's it, still going. Yeah, because I can hear it now. It's destroying my ears. Like. It's still going. Yeah. I wonder if it's on there, 141. We'll have to go back and look. All right, you can find this podcast on uh, Spotify now. Spotify has been corrected. Thank you, uh, administrator at Spotify. Probably uh, it was Heather, the first person that was helping us yeah. try to tell us it was something on our end. And then you sent back to them, you know, we're, we're sending our RSS feed to iTunes, Google Play. It's updated on everything yeah, else. It's yeah, it's working on everything else. Yeah. It's not working on, on you guys' stuff. And then uh, Heather got on there and... She said they did some things on their end. I don't know what it was, but hey, we're back on Spotify. It's that same thing they probably do every time you call Comcast. Like, eh, I don't know, but we'll yeah. reset your signal from our end, and all it does is just cut off the connection, cut it back on, and then it's like, oh, it's working. Like, Here it is. It was you, but we 
This fixed it. The first guy was trying to get us to rename episodes and all this kind of stuff. And I was oh, like, no, I don't see like, right. no. It's just you guys. It's like, yeah. It's it. like, if we were having issues with everything, I was like, okay, maybe you're right. You know, right. Like, We've screwed up something. Yeah. So uh, I think it was you that had the listener that listens on Spotify. So let yeah. him know that I we're did. good to go. Yeah, and I said, I appreciate the letting us know. Thank you for the support. Yeah, and letting us know. He's yeah. <laughs> Did you say he thought we took like an eight week break, or, like break or something? Because it never. It's like I, I thought y'all just fucking quit for eight weeks. I was like, because oh, <laughs> he actually he was concerned. He texted me. He's like, hey man, you guys still doing it? Yeah. Like, yeah. We ran out of recording space. Yeah, eight week sabbatical. I yeah, love it. Yeah, him and his uh, him and his friend that uh, also drives trucks is he's thinking about getting a Yeti mic. He's like, oh, I want to do some podcast stuff. Yeah, you know? he that's play, fun, he, man. He plays a lot of games like us too as well. He's, I mean, he's a dude I always pull up. and He's like hundred. 375 hours in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I'm like, fuck, shit. I'm like... I want to do that. I popped in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 the other day. I was like, what the fuck was I doing? I was like, thank God they got an event theater in here so I can watch the cutscenes again. It's not I, even that. It's all the systems they have in there. It's like every five minutes you're learning a new system on that game. I think I'm at the... I'm at chapter five, but I'm just at the point where I, I have to go now and do quests because I'm so under-leveled. You have to grind. I have to grind. And you know, when you do quests, you get experience, you can move at levels. It's like... Sure. But the problem with the quest system on there, and we're I'm, we're trying to end the podcast. I'm going off something else. The problem with the quest <laughs> system on there for me is that the fact that it does have a compass to point to where it goes. It's just so fucking not clear for me sometimes. Oh, it's like all it right, it could be way up, yeah, vertically. It can be. I'm like way... I'm I'm literally inside this tree, but it's like nope. It's this it's a fucking treehouse on the tree, and it's just like trying to give you a new yeah. angle. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm like, fucking, what the fuck's happening? It's the like, worst compass ever. It. It's so hard for me to do quests in there and to move up levels. I'm like, this this is why I don't play it. But then again, I think it's just me being a little bitch. All right, it's me being... You can be a bitch about a game. It's fine. All right, yeah, it's me being a, being a bitch about it. And it's, I can go in there. This game, we talked about the accessibility of this game before. You can mm-hmm. go in there and you can tell her and you can change the difficulty level to your skills. So if I just wanted to go through and experience the story, I could literally go in there and lower everything if I wanted to. Yeah. I may just have to do that. I don't think I have the patience to sit there and play it the right way, as most people would say. There's no right way to play. I've determined there's no right way to play. (sighs) If I can play how you want to play. I wonder if I can tweak it enough where I'm not... It's not a big level gap. I'm going to have to fuck with it. Not a big level gap in the story where I can continue to follow along and not be forced to do bullshit events. Like, I'm like, somebody's still in the wood, and I'm running around the whole fucking level, and I'm like, I don't know where else to fucking go. Meaningless side quest. Fetch quest. Bullshit quest. All right, sorry, we were and we stopped at Spotify. We're back on yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Uh, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Overcast, Stitcher, and then SoundCloud. Our host, yes, our gracious our host, SoundCloud. Wonderful host for the second year, maybe the last year, because I found another potential host. <laughs> SoundCloud, you need to do something now. But we've already paid. Yeah. So you got us. Hey, you got a year to change your minds and your pricing structure. Yeah. There we go. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for No Podcast. We're no, on No Podcast. We are just. I'm good. It's gonna sound like we're just No Podcast. Mm-hmm. We are at No Podcast on both of those. What about uh, your favorite um, website, Facebook? Fuck Facebook. Mm-hmm. Still mm-hmm. not on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Definitely not on Facebook. Yeah, I'm not Facebook in real life either. So I mentioned last week on YouTube there was. I said we had Mario Kart and Blitz footage. I forgot we had the first world of Yoshi's Island on yeah. there too. So yeah. you can check out our. I haven't looked at those. See if anybody else is watching those yet. Did we ever get our video feed on there? 
Oh, we're still working on that. I was rendering that and yeah. ran out of time. That takes way longer than editing this podcast. Hell yeah, because you're rendering video. Are you doing it on that laptop? Yes. That is the problem you need to do on that desktop. I do not have time to get up here and do <laughs> it on the desktop, or I'd be playing games. When you are in, this is, should be definitely post-production, we should not be talking about this now, but <laughs> definitely when you are uh, doing video encoding, you want something with a stronger CPU, graphics card, and more memory. It's it literally will. it's literally just trying to put our logo at the front of the yeah. video we already have. Yeah. But like I, I think I text you, it wasn't going to work with MP4 files, this program yeah. I have. I had to convert it to MKV, which took probably an hour. And then by that point, I was asleep. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I know I need a bigger rig, but you're just gonna have to set it, set it, forget it on that thing, and then come back and watch it restart from an update and fuck you over. You yeah. know what? It came from a Skype call. Yeah. I can download that. We already downloaded the it's Skype on there, call. Yeah. I could do it. It's just a matter because I was doing that on a break at work. So holy shit, dude! You should I just that what you need to do is set it up where you can just remote into that desktop and just work on it from there. <laughs> from downstairs on your yeah. laptop. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> That oh is possible. There are ways. Yeah. I mean, we have the skill set. We have the ability. RDP into the IP address and bam. You don't have a DNS, so just do the straight IP nope. address and you're fine. Yep. There we go. Hey, there's a tip for everybody. Tech tips. Yeah. You came for the comedy and the games? Hopefully the comedy. You left with some technology. And Alright, now we're 48 minutes <laughs> of all that bullshit. <laughs> so we already all right, we already nailed down where we're at. Fuck Facebook. Um I think that's everything, right? That's yeah. everything. Yeah. We're going to put up what Cesar was alluding to is we actually recorded um, on video the last podcast. So we're going to put that on the YouTube channel. The too. Last of Us 2. We had it this whole time. In the flesh. On yep. PS4 Pro. Richard never be Last of Us Uno, but we got to. We have dose. Yep. That's the most important thing, everybody. We'll spoiler cast next week. We're going to put it on YouTube. You can watch last week's episode. Uh, let us know if you like the video format. We had fun doing it. So it was a good time. Let us know if that's how you would like to consume our content. Uh, any feedbacks, welcome. Just just hit us up on, on any of those social medias or nopodcast at gmail.com. Anything else for you, sir? You good? No. Um, it's getting late. Yeah. Stay in school. Buy a little wheeze. <laughs> and then... I got to look at that little wee because it's kind of a... It's amazing what they cut out of that thing. You, out of all people, I have a fucking 4K TV that upconverts. You, out of all people, who has... Uh, it's going to look like shit. Has a uh, handy um, access to a tube TV. It's going to look amazing. Be playing that on the tube <laughs> TV. That's so what I'm good. saying. You should be enjoying it now that we're not having this conversation 15 years later and you're, all your tube TVs are dead. You're like, I wish I would have played the fucking Wii Mini on oh, there. Oh, no. Episode 62, Cesar told me. Hook up the little Wii to the tube TV. Now they're all shot to hell. No, they never exist again. Okay, so first off, I have to find a composite cable for that Mini Wii. Should have came with it. You or as video. It may be in the box. Yeah, it should have right. came with one. All right, we might test that out. Let's get out of here, sir. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. We shifted it towards the TV when Michael was coming out of the screen. Yeah. Did mm -hmm. you see the stand thing I got for the camera? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, next time it doesn't have to be from over there. Like, we can move it closer to us. Like, we're talking back and forth. No, it's not. It looks as uh, dry.